Media well, he covers your story, your story will be covered from the ground up. All right, welcome back to an all new episode of The Jason Lee Show. Now, my next guest isn't, um, you know, she isn't a stranger to us, although we haven't seen her in a long time. We glue up, glow up, glowed up. We came up at The Jason Lee Show, and I came down in my weight since she was here last. Uh, please welcome my friend, Basquale Star, and she's a person who owns Queen's Court down, Evelyn Lozada. <laughs> Thank How you. are you? I'm good. Can I just say, I am so proud of you. The last time we uh, had an interview and we sat down, it was like in this like little like kind of like studio. But the, I mean, I was walking in here. I'm in the green room. I'm like, Jason is doing some big shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm you. so proud of you. Yeah. And you look amazing. Thank you. Yes, we have a green room. No, I mean, and <laughs> liquor back there, like lights if you want to take. So I'm like, this was this was thought out. Yeah. So you're doing so amazing. Okay, now she told me that I look good. I've been telling Evelyn this ever since I was 300 pounds. You know, I'm not 300 pounds anymore. You look great. Oh, thank you. Now, dude, now um, you're 47. I just turned 48 like three days ago. 48, three days ago. Yeah. This is 48. I'm 46. Did you, when you were younger, did you think that we, that you would look like this at 47? Or Because I know I didn't, 46 was old to me as a kid. I mean, 40 was old as a kid. Think yeah. about your parents and you're like, oh my God, my mom is 40. And you're like, she's old as fuck, right? Yeah. But now reflecting, I'm like, dang, I, I don't feel like, I didn't know what I was going to look like, but I make it a point to, I mean, I have my son, he's nine. Like, I'm, my daughter keeps me young, so I try my best to, you know, stay, eat right, do the things that you're supposed to do. But yeah, I thought at 48, I'm thinking you are like almost dead, you know? But now, wait, are you single now? Um, yes. You're single? <laughs> she had a <laughs> It was the pause for me, you know. Look, me and Evelyn, because a lot of you out there have have accused us of being friends who hang out on the weekends in the dark shadows of Hollywood (laughs) and plot on people. We never hang out. We never really see each other. But I always feel like every time we chat, whether it's Instagram or in person, it's almost like we just talked last week. So I want to just level set. Like, I don't, the questions I'm asking, I really don't know the answers to. Right, right. And I think that um, that's the good thing about our friendship. Like, I have friends that, listen, I may not be able to go to your event or, and we may not talk all the time, but when you speak to each other, it's like, we've never skipped a beat. And nobody's sensitive about it, you know? You just saw a shot recently, so... Well, her daughter came to my birthday party. Her daughter is snatched just like this. Her daughter looks like she could be her sister, which is crazy. So you're single, but th- most people would look at you and say, if you are if you look like this, you're as articulate, smart, successful, independent, strong woman of color. Why Why single? Is it you're choosing to be single yes. now? What, really? Uh, yeah, I, I'm choosing to be single. Um, I... Tried. I was engaged. You know, I uh-huh. met my ex-fiance on Queens Court. Uh-huh. We, we don't get into that. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I mean, we're still friends to this day, but I just started feeling like I don't know if this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I like being independent. I go home. I call my own shots. I don't have to make an extra meal. I already have my son. So I don't know. I'm content. You know, I'm definitely single by choice. It's not like, oh, my God. You know, some people are like, oh, she can't keep a man. But I... 
I am, I'm happy in the space that I'm in. But you moved to L.A. because you used to live in a weird city, Arizona or te yeah. Texas. It was Arizona, Arizona, which was weird because when you, we think basketball-wise, L.A., Evelyn Lozada <laughs> riding down Sunset Boulevard with the drop top. You know, I always thought you were here, but you were away. Is it because you I just was. were not the L.A. type girl, like you wanted to be pop in, do your work, then pop back out? Or what, so what? I lived in Arizona because at the time I was uh, engaged to my son's father. And during the off season, he played here for the Dodgers. During the off season, we would live in uh, Arizona, which mm. is that's where training camp was. Right. So that's why I lived there six months. I lived here for another six months. And then when that relationship was over, I permanently moved to California in 2018. But people were, and people were telling me Arizona is like the fun spot to go part. Like people are telling me that's a hidden gem that I don't know about. Well, Scottsdale, Scottsdale is, yeah, Scottsdale is like, but you know, that wasn't my life when I lived there either. It's like, you know, I would do little appearances here and there. And if we had people come in town, we would go to Scottsdale for dinner. But, you know, my life has been pretty, uh, aside from, you know, doing the show and other things, it's like, I go right back into it's my low cocoon. Key. It is low key and I love it, you know? <laughs> okay, but it. you but you work so hard <laughs> to put so much out in front of the camera for work. I do. And people fall in love, love or hate Evelyn. I love Evelyn, I don't care. <laughs> what she's done, who she's read, that mouth can be vicious, but you could also, you know, we're yeah. not a monolith. We're not one one thing. Right. Um, okay, so you, you then move back to L.A. Now you're here. I never see you out at the clubs. I don't see you at the fancy restaurants. Do you not pop in and out of those scenes, or do you just stay at home, tucked away on the other side of the hill? I literally stay tucked away. <laughs> I, I really do. I do the show. It's so chaotic doing the show, as you know. It's like... Three, four months of just crazy. You're on like this emotional roller coaster. It's stressful. And aside from me doing the show, I have a son that I take care of and he's like a sports kid. So it's like I'm trying to juggle, you know, promoting my businesses, the show, motherhood. And it's a lot. So when I'm done with that, I go right back to what I call regular life. Uh -huh. And I'm at the baseball games with the baseball moms doing baseball shows. <laughs> baseball moms that could be the next show that's like a whole other culture of it's a whole other thing and it takes a lot of energy like when you have kids that play sports especially baseball it's time consuming if they're doing tournaments so um yeah once i'm done doing the hollywood stuff i go there and i go back to normal life and i don't look like this you know i'm not going to say where she lives because all of us have stalkers to some degree but your neighbors are like jamie fox and all so like you have do you run into celebrity neighbors at stores or all the time. Do you? All the Who time. Who do you run into? Um, so where um, we stay. <laughs> so I, it's like an array of people. So like I've run into Ray J <laughs> several times. Ray J does live over there. Yeah, we were talking recently because we did uh, Celebrity Squares. Uh -huh. And I'm like, dude, you literally live like 30 seconds from my house. But we never, you know, we, we only run into each other if we happen to see each other there. Kids coming out of cars and stuff like that. But, you know, you just act like nothing. Like, oh, hey, bye. And you keep it going. You know, there's like a lot of rappers and stuff that live. Celebrity Squares, I did that too. How proud are you of DC, Young Fly? Oh my, so proud of him. So proud of him. He's just, he's, he's so humble. And, you know, despite everything, obviously, that he's going through, um, just a, a great energy and I'm happy for him. And I, I feel like he deserves everything in the universe. And I don't know, I feel like he could be, you know, sad, you know, depressed living under a rock, but you can tell that, you know, he is, you know, doing his best to just continue on with life, be a great dad. So I'm proud of him. And such a good person. Did you know Jackie O? 
Have you ever I met her? I did it. Mm-mm. Yeah, she was sweet. Um, yeah, so when you, you know, she, Jackie O, as you know, uh, DC Young flies, uh, the mother of his children who died um, undergoing a surgery uh, procedure. Um, have you ever had plastic surgery? I have. I had my titties done twice. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I had to like, and now I think we're at a... Wait, done twice, meaning up twice or down up? Because sometimes y'all be getting them and then y'all don't like them and then you exchange them like a Happy Meal, then they got to go down. No. So the first set... They look good, by the way. Thank you. So the first set was was saline. So then I had them for 10 years and then I'm like, "Mm, I want something that feels a little more natural. And then I just ended up switching the the implant to silicone. So, but I never did a lift or, but I never breastfed my kids. Like I was more worried about my titties more than anything. I'm like, you know, if you have allergies, it's fine. You're going to have Similac. Like you're going to be cool. Better give them Similac than saline. Okay. Exactly. So the saline, that's the fluid. That's just fluid. Yes. Okay. So does the, the texture feel different? You know, I don't know. A thousand percent. Okay. So like saline is, is a salt water in the implant and then silicone is more of kind of like a jelly mm. feel so it mm. feels, feels a more, little more nat- do you want to feel mine to no see listen if you talk about going viral jason lee grabbed i haven't grabbed a titty in so long i'm almost tempted to but i'm running no, for office. i want you to so you can oh is it gonna no so you can feel like how great they okay feel. i'm Here. only gonna do this for the culture I know. I mean, they feel great, right? They feel right? real. They yeah. actually feel really nice. I yeah. might grab some titties now <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I f- love Evelyn, by the way. Thank you for coming. Of course. I'm okay, so excited. So now I can say on my list of resume, I've met the president. I've talked to the vice president. I've helped kids and I've grabbed Evelyn Lozada's titties. All right. <laughs> so you're single. Now, you're a different type of chick, though, for L.A. Like, you're beautiful, you're successful, you're very clear-minded on who you are as a woman, you're cool, you're fun, you have the beautiful daughter you can party with, you're in, in my mind, every man's dream. You're not going to find them out here, you know that, right? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think I am. Yeah. And that's fine. I feel like I'm not super pressed about it. I'm kind of like, hey, if I meet him at a baseball field, cool. If he hops into my DMs, cool, because I feel like that's how people meet each other now. Facts. Or if maybe somebody introduces me to whoever this person is, I'm fine with that too. But it's not like I feel like I have friends that are so fixated on wanting to like meet a person so they're out all the time. And for me, I'm like, listen, if it's meant to be. So there's no pressure. No pressure at all because I'm very content where my life is right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm a creature of habit. I do the same thing all the time. Shanice is always like, I had the fun mom. Leo has the boring mom, <laughs> you know, because my life is so structured with him. Well, was, was, did she have the fun mom? Because at the time, you all are how farther apart in age? Seventeen. I had her at 17. Okay, so she, you, you were a young mom. Yeah. Okay. So I was a young mom. She was growing up with me. She was traveling with me and my girlfriends. You know, Jennifer, that's yeah. on basketball, she met Shanice when she was seven years old. So, you know, I'm hanging out, Miami, whatever, New York. And, you know, not that Shanice was hanging out with us at night, but she was around my yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. So um, she did a lot with us. And she's always like, I had the fun mom. So I just got a condo in Miami. Miami and L.A., very different. Oh, I love Miami. I love Miami. Fuck. <laughs> L.A. weather is great, but Miami, nightlife, the restaurants, the beach, the just everything is so different. So different. And I feel like the, the culture. One, the culture. I feel like the food is amazing, too. Mm-hmm. But um, there's something about driving and seeing that water, the yeah. ocean is just... I miss it. I lived there for five years. Yeah. 
So, yeah, you know, we started the show there yeah. in Miami. So we're, we're wilding, we're drinking, we're having a good time. That's why you have those epic scenes, because we were kind of like, sure, let's do this reality show. And so basketball-wise, everybody know Evelyn is one of the, 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 one of the iconic people from the show. I got a text, ironically, today from Tammy Roman, too. Oh. And Tammy, like all the, you know, we know all the icons, but yeah. you and Jennifer, you all are friends now or no? Yes, we're okay. friends now. Because y'all have had an up and down. We did. a lot. You know, some of the up and down stem from different things you know when I was with Chad she was very opinionated about Chad uh -huh. which at the time when you're in a relationship with somebody you don't really see what they see right because you're 10 toes in with this person you're in love with him blah 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 so you know in hindsight she was being honest but I also felt like why are you intruding in my relationship mm -hmm. and then show stuff you know shit happens on the show and then you know I don't know it was tough but I feel like as we're getting older, I wanted to make peace with that situation because I've known her for a long time, 20 years. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I don't want to beef with Jennifer. Yeah. You know, I don't want to do it on the show. Like, I feel my mom loves Jennifer. So it, it was just one of those things where, you know, let's figure this out and, and move on. And we were able to do that this past season, and like genuinely, not just for show, because yeah. you know, sometimes you're forced yeah. to kind of like patch it up for TV world. Yeah. But for, uh, you know, in, in real life, we're genuinely back connected and back well friends. and everybody knows you're a survivor of domestic violence when you, when you were in the relationship with chad at the time when you were in the relationship was she telling you he wasn't good for you yeah and it wasn't about um it wasn't anything as far as like him uh, being abusive it was more so like she just knew that he just wasn't good mm. you know like you know oh he's a media whore or you know, I don't know, you know, like she just had a reservation about, about him. About him, yeah. Yeah, and which, which I get now, but then I didn't really, I didn't see it. And if I did, I didn't want to see it because, you know, we had a whirlwind of like this love affair that we yeah. had, which was crazy. And both of you just, I don't know him, but knowing you and seeing him online, I can tell like that's just a... I can tell, like, the sexual energy was probably really strong, but the energy in general, because big personality, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, no, I, you know, I said recently, we had so much fun together. Um, jokes, the kids, family, that type of stuff. But, you know, when it was great, it was super great. And then, obviously, yeah. when it was bad, it was just the next level. Of love. When, when you look back over what you went through with that and coming out of it on the other side and, like, when women, because I feel like sometimes women are the most non-compassionate people when other women are going through shit. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Uh, that makes sense. I feel like we do live in a world where things are said that don't happen, but when you know things are happening, there's not enough compassion given to people. I felt like you were one of those people that didn't get the amount of compassion you deserve for what you were going through. Yeah. Um, why is that? I think it had a lot to do with the show. I think it had a lot to do with everything that happened those seasons, you know, like I'm hopping over a table, I'm, you know, throwing a bottle at somebody. So I think people were probably like, mm, I get that this happened to her, but what did she do that led to that? Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, and, and it was a tough time for me because I felt, you know, it was like a victim being re-victimized, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm like, I didn't do anything, you know, but you know, with him and I had gotten into an argument and it led to that, you know, infamous headbutt. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think that's why I got a bad rap. And I still have, still to this day, comments of people who are fans of his and love him that are like, oh, my God, you ruined his life. And I'm just like, but listen, I started my foundation after that. You know, I have helped, you know, many women behind closed doors, you know, whether it was helping them flee from New York City to L.A. You know, that's what I'm passionate about now. 
And um, yeah, so, but I think that's why, you know, people gave me a hard time because they're like, oh, she has a bad fucking attitude. But it's the same thing that people tune in week after week after week demanding more camera time. Like we entertain them, they love it because they still bring up the infamous drink throwing thing with me eight years ago. Yeah. You know, it's like- I remember oh, that. Well, I'm trying to forget it. <laughs> Too but, bad for Google. But you know, but you know, we 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 grow, like there are moments we all go through when we sign up for reality TV yeah. where we're doing it to entertain the audience, but then the audience is unable to make a distinction between the moment you see on TV and the whole life we're living in real life. Right. You know, they don't realize that you are a whole other person outside of the show. I have had people meet me, not like years ago, I would be like, oh my God, you're so nice. <laughs> and I'm like, I am the most kind person. On the show, I never start shit. Yeah. Like, I'm not a shit starter. People, I'm not known as the liar. Yeah. You know, I'm not known as the messy one that, like, you know, talks about everybody. I'm, I'm usually very reactive. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, you see what you see. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's just, it's just a part of what, you know, our job. <laughs> <laughs> so Evelyn is a Sagittarius. I'm learning there's a difference between Sag, Sag men and Sag women. Mm. I was talking to a Sag man, never again. Um, problematic, um, very all about them, I can't. What type of man, what sign do you avoid? Do you have any uh, signs? Leos. Are you I'm a Leo. Leo? Are you? And you just let me grab oh, your wait. breath, so technically, no. You really, Leo men, really? Yeah, I, you know, well. See, Sag men, there's, maybe it's just a compatibility thing where it's just not. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not. And I didn't realize this till later, so. My ex Antoine of 10 years, he's a Leo. And then my son's father, he's a Leo. And then I had someone do my birth chart and they were like, you should, mind you, they don't know like my dating history, but you know, she's like this older Cuban lady. She was like, you should never date Leos. And I'm like, fucking A, it makes sense now, you know? So I try to kind of stay away from that. What is it though? What is the energy between a Sag and a Leo that doesn't click? Is it that the, cause you know, they say like, well, it's all about us or what, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is. What is right. it that, what is the energy for you that? that I think the energy for me was we, we, we both had the very strong personalities. Definitely. And I also felt like these relationships kind of limit, was, it was limiting me somehow. Like I felt like I couldn't be like my full self, but um, yeah. So, I mean, although I had a lot of fun, y'all are a lot of fun, <laughs> like spontaneous kind of like, but it was just something there where I felt kind of like I couldn't fully be Evelyn. Right. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna go back to Jen real quick. So Jen now is engaged to get married. Yes. And she's found the love of her life. Now, Jen, when she was on Basketball Wise, at first I used to be annoyed with her <laughs> because I really didn't feel like she was showing up enough as her authentic self. But now I feel like she's starting to show more of her. Is that accurate or? Yeah, it's definitely accurate. I feel, I, I think you, you have it pegged. <laughs> um, me seeing Jennifer now and being around her now, even just with shooting the show, like she has found her voice. Yeah. And she will cut you the fuck up with just her <laughs> mouth, you know? Obviously, she's never the type to get up, throw a drink, mm -hmm. you know, swing on you. She's not that person. She'll get up and walk away mm -hmm. before anything. But um, yeah, she's definitely found her confidence and her voice to, to defend herself. So 
you know, um, I'm sure, you know, people will see that on the show this season. Now, you know, she went through a real traumatic relationship where she was in an abusive, I'll say alleged abusive situation with the guy from Sweetie Pies. Right. We call him Timmy Thick Thighs. Okay. <laughs> Timmy Thick Thighs was the guy from Sweetie Pies who hired somebody to kill his nephew. Yes. And they murdered him. They did. Can I tell you something that I've never really talked about publicly? What? He hired somebody to kill me. You're lying. Real story. But what? Hired somebody to kill me. You know how I found out? The day the person he hired to kill me came to do it, they were filming me and I was with somebody that, the, that he knew. And when they sent him the video, he called the person and said, why are you with this guy? We all ended up on the phone together, and he was mad that I talked about his his thighs on my show. I, well, my co my co-host at the time, Giovanni, said that he had hips like female hips. Right. And, well, everybody said that. But he wanted to kill me for that, and he had he was paying this person to do it. <gasps> and so it was kind of scary to know that like that happened. We had been dealing with it privately, but he actually hired somebody to kill his own nephew. Right. And she was going through this relationship. Did you know she was in, a, in an abusive relationship at the time? I So we were filming the show at the time, and I went with her to court because there were a lot of weird things going on. I think people thought this was for the show, but it was really something that she was dealing with, with, you know, this man, you know, uh, doing drive-bys around her house. Like stalking were, her. Stalking her. So there were weird things going on. And obviously, after, you know, I, I know that energy, so she ended up going to court. Um, they had like this whole court battle. I don't remember exactly what what happened with their litigation, but once I heard about the nephew, you know, being killed, I was like, oh my god! Like Jennifer, I mean, if somebody's capable of doing that to their own flesh and blood, like I mean, he he could have did it to Jennifer. Right. So it was definitely scary. Happy he's where he's at. Clearly, um, I had no forever. idea yeah. that like that's it's scary. And so it made me more aware of my own personal safety and, you know, the power words and all this and that. Have you been in a situation like that ever where somebody's been stalking you or you had a situation where you thought this could go really bad? No, I've had weird things happen, like getting mail and, and stuff to my home. And I'm always like, OK, how, how do these people even know where I live? Uh, but I never had anyone, you know, um, stalk me or anything like that. Mm. Thank God. Mm. Yeah. Carl Crawford. Yeah. <laughs> That's my baby daddy. <laughs> People. <laughs> I've never, like, can I just tell you? Yes. You are the first person to ask me anything about Carl. I know. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this guy. I know he played in bas uh, baseball. Baseball. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, you guys separated and you don't ever talk about him. I don't. This season, I was actually very upset because one of the new cast members came in talking about Carl and basically saying that when him and I met, I was like his side chick and it was all bullshit, right? And so, she didn't know you when you met him. She didn't know me when she, I met him. What I'm she saying. knew him. Because, so how does she even know that? Well, because she's friends with his the, the first mother of his kids. Mm -hmm. But, you know, whatever... We met, life went on, things happened or whatever, but I was never the side chick. Anyway, she came on the show and she started this bullshit. So now I have to defend it, which means I now have to talk about Carl. I have never in the fucking history of doing this show, Jason, have I ever talked about Carl. I don't want to. I don't need to. I don't need to talk about Carl for storyline. He's my son's father. We still have to co-parent. So 
you know, I try to like leave him out of anything, the show, but unfortunately, he was, you know, a topic of conversation because this Vanessa the op. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to say her name, but go ahead. I'm going to speak her name for you. Okay. So Vanessa brought Carl into her storyline because she's a friend of his ex. Yes. And that gives her a storyline to have against you, who's mm-hmm. been in the show for X amount of years. Yes. And one of the OGs of the show. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Carl Crawford. <laughs> How is co-parenting? Great. We have a great relationship. Oh, we we have no we have zero drama. We have never had court issues. We nothing. Like we literally we co-parent and we do the best we can. You know, obviously he flies in town to see Leo and stuff, but we don't have any drama. Like when we broke up, we broke up. You know who well, Why did y'all break up? Well, he's infidelity. See, Charlamagne, you keep saying black men don't cheat. So what you basically are saying is that Carl was a black boy because black men don't cheat, but he cheated. Why did he cheat on you? I have no idea. You How did you maybe find you out? could get Carl on here. Um, I found out through some acquaintances and stuff that he had was was doing some things. Honestly, I was in denial. Like I know he played baseball, he was another athlete, but at this point we were together four years. We were in the process of planning a wedding. So we broke up in February of 2017. You were engaged? Yeah, we were getting married that summer in Arizona. We had paid for the place and everything. And that's what I'm saying. So things happen and I was just like, I can't do this. I was just doing in vitro. Um, I was doing IVF because um, after Leo, I had three miscarriages. So I With was- Carl. Yeah. So. Why you already had one kid? Yes. Then you had had three miscarriages, Correct. which is traumatic, mm-hmm. emotionally and in everything else. Then you're an IVF, which is to help you get pregnant. Yes. By a person you're planning to marry. Yep. You already had paid for the place to get married to. Mm-hmm. Did you have the list already lit? Who you no, were going to invite? No, the list. The, the we were working on the list. And then you found out there's all these other people. Then I found out that he was um, doing his thing. Was he in another relationship? No. Okay, he was just being... He was just, you know, having a good time. Like Tristan Thompson level having a good time with multiple women or you don't know? Um, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs. I know when I had started getting wind of, you know, him doing something in, in Houston, I had a conversation with him because we happened to be in Arizona and he didn't deny it. You know, he was just like, you know, I'm sorry. You know, you don't, you're a great mom. You're a great woman. You don't deserve this. I also think that, you know, at this point in Carl's life, Carl had retired baseball. You know, you have to think he started playing at 17 years old. So now he's like, uh, he's retired. And now he's able to really live his life how he wants to because baseball will take over your life. Like he was unable to celebrate birthdays and really live his life. So now he's free. And this was right before he started uh, 1501. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I kind of feel like he was becoming someone new. I mean, he could have been doing it the whole time. I don't fucking know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he was definitely, you know, thinking about doing the record label and doing these things. And I also feel like, Oh, God knew what he was doing because I don't think I would be able to deal with um, CEO Carl. Because he was a different person when he played with the Dodgers. Who was he when he played with the Dodgers? You know, he still had that strong personality that we that you guys sometimes see. But, you know, he life was more structured. You know, he would go to the, to the games with suits on. And, you know, baseball Carl was different. He didn't have social media. It was just a different... <laughs> 
time. He didn't have, you know, a tattoo on his face. Like, it was just well, different. How did he morph into Suge Knight? How, I'm, I'm confused. I, I guess being in the music industry, which I remember here when he was initially going to start the label, this was like the beginning of the end for us. And I remember thinking, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, every athlete wants to do music. You know, people in the music True. industry want to be athletes. It's just <laughs> what it is. But you know, I'm actually on the flip side of that. I'm actually proud of him for what he's been able to accomplish, right? Because not a lot of guys are able to, you know. I mean, he just got a Hall of Fame award. Mm -hmm. You know, like, Carl is like a real legit, like, athletic guy. Like, he, you know, he's accomplished a lot in that realm. But, um, yeah, then he, you know, started 1501. And I was thinking, oh, my God, like, what is he doing? <laughs> but, you know, obviously he knew something because I guess, I mean, I know there's drama or whatever's going on, but... You know. But when you're when you're with somebody like Carl, you have he seemed more disciplined, like you're saying, as an yeah. athlete, and, and mm -hmm. I'm sure there's like a culture that requires him to be, you know, especially MLB is different than basketball and football. Sure. They ain't playing that. Yeah. Okay, so now you're in this world, you have this man, you have the kid, you're trying to get another baby, you're scheduled to get married, you find out your man cheats. Do you walk away from that right then? Yes. Or that's it? That's it. See, because for me as a Leo. Lying, cheating, stealing, those are tiebreakers. Like, I, I'm not messing around with you if you lie, cheat, steal the first time. I'm out. Yeah. Is that one of your things where, like, you will not forgive somebody cheating? No, and I also think I'm older and wiser. Like, we're, we're in our 40s. Like, I'm not going to. So with Antoine, 10 years, he cheated a thousand times, and I kept forgiving him and working at the relationship. I'm not, I don't have that time no more. Like, I'm not wasting 10 time's years. up. Yeah, your time's up. Like, you know, I know I'm, I'm, I'm a great mom to your kids. I know I've been a great stepmom to your other kids. I know I've been a great fiance, you know, in this household. You know, like, I, I just wasn't dealing with it. And that was it. That was the beginning of the end. We never got back. Um, I will say this. I also think it allowed for him to live his life how he wanted to, which is what he tapped into. And um, he seemed very, very happy. You know, sometimes you have to allow people to live their lives how they want to, even if, like, obviously I was hurt. I had a son. We had a kid together. The whole wedding, I'm like, where's life going to go? But I was like, fuck this. Like, I know my worth, and I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. You know, like, I know what I bring to the table as a woman. And not that I'm perfect, but I know I was good to him. And you got your own money. Which I think, isn't that a part, an important part of being in a relationship where you, I think Beyonce had told Oprah a long time ago, like, make sure you have your own stuff first so that way you can have the courage to leave. Because a lot of women stay in relationships that are unhealthy, whether they're abusive or not, just because they don't have the means to move on. Exactly. And I feel like having your own life, your own career, it just gives you so much power. Um, I, even with Shanice, we talk about this all the time. You know, I, with Antoine... I stopped working, and whenever shit went left, he would be like, I'm taking the car. I'm cutting the credit card off. Like, there's, you know, that... And control. It, yeah, it was a control thing, and it stressed me the fuck out. Mm. And I'm just like, I would never be in this position ever again. So although life was great, you know, with him, he played baseball, I always tried to do my own thing. I had Liv and Lazada on Oprah's network own. You know, I promoted, like, my earrings. I, I always tried to do something outside of that relationship in case it goes left. I have something to fall back on. And I'm glad that I did. And so you leave the relationship and you never talk about it publicly until today. Um, <laughs> why, did you, why did you give him so much grace if he cheated on you? He ruined the wedding. He didn't take into account all the stress you went through with the three miscarriages and all that. Why did you give him grace? Because 
why not? Like, why am I going to be bitter? You know, why am I going to be angry? We still need to co-parent. My son all the time is like, so why did you guys break up? I'm like, we just separated, you know, because I feel like it's not, I can't have these conversations with you until you get older. I don't ever want his, his mind to be tainted when it comes to his dad. So I never say anything negative about Carl. Um, never? Never. You never, my dad, my mom used to always say, your dad's a piece of shit. You never have done that? Never have done that. Man. I, and my mom would do it with my dad. She would be like, he ain't shit. We went to the corner in Brooklyn to get $40 for school clothes that he would give, you know, and yeah. it was hard for him to give it. But I never talk negative about him. And it, it, it it's more for my son, mm -hmm. you know, like I love my son and I don't, I, I just, you know, it's his dad at the end of the day. And I know he looks up to him. So, mm -hmm. you know, I keep all the shit to myself and then. You know, if he gets older and wants to discuss things, but yeah, he went through a time where like, why you can't marry my dad? Why we can't go to Houston? I'm thinking, bro. <laughs> Only if you knew. I'm like, I don't want to marry your dad and I don't want to go to Houston. But you know, it's just, yeah, it's just a respect thing. And um, yeah, I just, I feel like it, it comes with healing and all that stuff. Like, I don't want to be bitter talking shit about him on the show and I'm like, for what? But then you see, the Carl Crawford that we know now, because <laughs> we did not know the Carl Crawford that you described yeah. with the suit on, going to, we, we know the Carl Crawford with the tattoo on the face and the Megan the Stallion controversy that has just followed him. Yeah. When you see his relationship with Megan the Stallion, what do you make of that? I feel, I don't know the ins and outs, right? I just know what you know, because by the time he started all of that, uh, the relationship was over. I do know that he put a lot of money and energy into the label. Um, so, you know, it's unfortunate because I feel like they've been able to both accomplish amazing things. You know, like he, I guess, helped put her out or whatever happens. But, you know, I, I'm hoping that it's over soon. I mean, how many years has it been? It's been like, what, four years of this? Um, I'm, I know she wants to, I guess, be free and I'm sure he wants his money. So hopefully they figure it out so everybody can move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you ever sign his music label? Would I ever sign to his music label? I mean, you're not doing no, if Evelyn Lozada comes out with a rap album, I'm telling you. Oh. Would you do music? Hell no. I don't want nothing to do with that industry or anything like that, no. Okay, so you're back on Basketball Wise. You took a break for a long time. I did. Why? I felt like I needed a reset, uh -huh. you know, it, it, a lot was going on prior to me leaving. And I just felt like this is just, this is not like feeding me no more. Um, it was just becoming too controversial and just too crazy. And I felt like I needed a breather. So mm -hmm. I ended up leaving. Even Shawnee took a break from it because it was, it was a lot going on at the time. Mm -hmm. And People are always asking me, why do you go back to the show? You know, I go back to the show because I really feel I was the first person that filmed on the show. Like, I also feel like this is like my baby, right. you know, and um, I want it to do well, even if I'm not on it. Like, I want the show. I mean, to look back on it now, we're 200 plus uh, episodes in. Like, you know, a lot has been accomplished. Has it been 11 years? 10, yes. 11 years. It's been a long fucking time. Yeah. So it's like, I wanted the show to do great. If I'm not on it, if I'm on it, it's just I needed a minute to just reset and focus on other things. Mm -hmm. When you were there the last, was that the, that was the season with the whole OG moments. Mm -hmm. That was a lot. 
It was. And it wasn't just a lot for what you went through. It's a lot for anybody in around in the show or around the show that went through because I, everybody that's been watching, you know, I went through that whole thing too because anybody that had an opinion about the scenes that you all were in drew a line based on things that I think are people are affected by outside the show, right? Uh, correct. Um, what was your biggest takeaway from that whole controversy with OG? You know, this is, at this point, I mean, a couple of years ago, I had been on the show, what, uh, nine years, how many episodes did I shoot? I felt like no matter what I say, people are going to have their own opinion based off of their own experience or whatever they see on the show. Mm -hmm. You know, people like Jennifer, if, if I was this person, I feel like, for example, Jennifer, my best friend for many years, could have been like, you know what? She she said, you know, funny things around me when, you know, maybe when we weren't friends, but, you know, no one has ever said anything like this about me. Mm -hmm. I have filmed so many scenes drunk, Jason, mm -hmm. in Miami, and I've done crazy things, and I've said crazy things out of my mouth. I've never said anything, you know, racist, or I've never, you know, I don't even, I honestly don't, I always say I don't think like that, mm -hmm. you know, it's not... It's not, I grew up in New York. Right. You know, it's like, yeah, we say crazy shit. Which is the melting pot for like every race, every ethnicity, every culture, music, food. I mean, it literally, the, the culture is the intersection of New York City. Exactly. Regardless of what borough you're from. Yeah, like I, I mean, I moved to the Bronx and people, I know I'm gonna like show, really show my age, <laughs> but people were like break dancing outside. Like it yeah. was, you know, the Latinos hung out with the blacks and the Dominicans and the Indian, like we all like rock together. Yeah. So. You know, it was really, really hurtful because anybody can say anything about anybody and try to destroy your entire life off of a viral moment. And here you are like, shit, that's not who I am. So, you know, we ended up having the conversation that we did because yep. um, and I'm grateful for that moment. And, and you were giving me the platform to just I never talked about it with anyone else, really. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, and I still think still think to this day people have their opinions about it, but I can't. You know, I, I think just look at my life and, and how I've been on TV for the last decade and, and, and the person that I am. And, and, you know, you know that that's not who I am to the core. So it was difficult, though. Well, the reason why I had connected you with, with you through that whole experience was, I mean, people really online thought me and you were best friends who plotted <laughs> this whole coup out. And it was just people having a conversation. But also from there, I have my own opinions, which I always say I reserve the right to think how I want to think. But I think what I learned, and I was reading Mariah Carey's memoir where she was talking about colorism and her experience with colorism as a mixed girl. Mm. And I had never heard my experience like that until I read the book. Because I'm like, yo, I've had that experience. We're like, I'm pro-black as fuck in my head, but I'm not black enough for black people. Mm. But then I'm definitely too black for white people. So I find myself in this weird middle place. And then I started looking at colorism. Oh. So white supremacy created this. Oh, so this is something created by racist people who hate blacks in general just to divide us even more. Mm. So it's bigger than us. It was right. bigger than that clip. That, and it was a clip that created a whole conversation where I'm like, yo, we have a lot of unhealed trauma as a culture that we have to start looking at because it's not fair to take an experience that we do have that's a real issue in the world and just label everybody as being a part of that. Right. I agree. That was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. I'm happy we're over it and past it. You know, again, I can't change everybody's opinions. I can just, you know, be myself, continue to film the show. And um, and that's that. You know, you can't change people's opinions yeah. of you or what they think of you. Or I mean, it's just yeah. what it is. And um, 
you know, you talk about New York City, when you look at like all of us as people, Puerto Rican, Dominican, black, we all come from the same place. Right. You know, they just dropped us off on the boat ride <laughs> in a different location. Right. Yeah. You know, I, what I do love about New York, which is very different than LA, the culture out there. Right. Like, um, do you miss that? I do miss it. I, I, I was there over the summer. I was there for 10 days and I still go to the same hair salon. I'll go to the Bronx. I'll hang out in the Bronx. I went to Brooklyn. I was in Queens. There's just something about the energy there uh, that's just so different that, you know, I love LA and, um, <laughs> but it's not New York. So I go, LA I get not. my fix. I eat my pizza. I go to the Spanish restaurant. I'll go to like my mom's Spanish club that she likes, a little <laughs> salsa club with her. And, you know, I feel really grounded there. And um, yeah, I do miss it. So I go, I get my New York fix and, you know, um, come back to LA. So should British go to prison? Should British go to prison? <laughs> she thought to buy herself some more time. Go ahead. Yeah, um, I actually like British. I never filmed a show with British. Uh, I don't know the ins and outs of the case. I know it was, what is it? like? I mean, social security, it's, PPP. It's some fraudulent activities. Yeah. She's a part of the whole basketball wise. I know you didn't know her like that, but I just wondered, like, you know, part of the franchise. You're, you're the one of the I franchise. Think you should, I, think she, I think they should let her go. Let her off the hook. <laughs> let okay. her off the hook. PP, <laughs> <laughs> please. PP, please. Okay. Um, so I interviewed Brittany Renner recently. Um, mm -hmm. She was on the Jason Lee Show Live. By the way, this came up on the reunion. Did it really? Mm hmm. Well, you came up. My name? That, that I want to check, Shawnee. That interview, oh. it ended, and I, I know I can't give too much of the yeah. reunion away because we just filmed it two weeks ago, but that interview, it did come up. Oh, in a good way? Yeah, it wasn't oh. in a, in, well, yeah, it wasn't in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It wasn't in a bad way. <laughs> so she was talking about the cast, and she had a lot of opinions, but she didn't really drop a lot of names. What was your relationship with her on the show? So my relationship with her, uh, so when I saw, so I did see clips of that interview and I was very surprised. Um, Why? Because I feel like she was, she wasn't being really truthful. And um, my relationship with her, when she started the show, I was excited when Britney did the show. I was like, you know what? I've been following her on Instagram. I think she's funny as fuck. I think she's beautiful. I think she's very opinionated. Cool, let's do this. Let's bring her to the show. I know part of the reason why they uh, ended up casting her was, I mean, obviously she has a huge following, you know, the connection to, you know, uh, the baby daddy, but also they wanted to, you know, tell her story. Like who is, who is Brittany Renner, right? Like we only know about like these viral moments and a book, but who is she? And I was like, okay, cool. So met her and, you know, I felt like we hit it off. Even when we weren't shooting the show, I would leave her a voice note like, hey, you know, I know you're away from your son if you want to like go hiking. Cause I really, I wanted the experience to be amazing for her. You know, I know, I mean, you know, it's hard filming a reality right. show. This is your, your first time doing this shit. You're like, okay, Y'all bitches are crazy because one day you're arguing and then the next day you guys are having a, a, a lunch and everybody is like friends again, right? right? So I think for her, it was kind of difficult kind of navigating through that a little bit like, y'all, what the fuck is going on, <laughs> right? But it's like you're speeding through your emotions because you're filming a show, right? right so right. you need to have closure and you need to like, I mean, granted, you know, you're not forced to do certain things, right? but I, I think it was it was hard for her, but... She kind of talks shit about everybody without naming everyone. And it was, 
When we first started, let me just say, when we first started shooting the show, because she, I think she referred to the show as them bitches or something. Like it was a, it was a wide cast net of what she was talking about because she didn't say specific names. Yeah, she, the first drink that was thrown, she threw it. It didn't air because she was having an issue with Jackie's friends. Uh, for, for whatever reason, that didn't air. They ended up having to pick her up, no shoes, getting her out of there. Brittany. Yes, this was this this was in the beginning of shooting at my party. So I remember thinking. Okay, shit, is this what we're going to do this season? Because, you know, every season is like, hey, we're trying to elevate it. I'm like, cool, let's do it. I want to do this. And then you bring people in that are like still on the old program and want to have like these moments. I don't want to have moments. You know, I want to be the auntie sitting in the corner, maybe commentating about the bullshit you bitches got going on. I don't want to argue with anybody. But... You know, Vanessa came in with her bullshit. I'm like, okay, here we go. That same day, she got taken out with, like, no shoes on because she had thrown this drink at Jackie's friend. Uh So I'm like, oh, fuck. Was this the first scene? This was, like, the first week we're shooting (laughs) But did she have beef with the girl before, or did she come in feeling like the expectation is, I got to just pop off? I think she came in maybe with the expectations, like, she needed to pop off. And Jackie was a little like, okay, what is like, what is going on or whatever. So then that happened. Then moving forward, the second drink that was thrown was thrown at Brooke. From from Brittany? Yes. That aired on the show. Yeah. So it's like, it's interesting for me to see her side of it. Because we initially were like, let's tell her story. Like, we're excited for her to be here. And then you know, bombs are going off and we're like, okay, hold on. So you have Vanessa with the bullshit with me. She had thrown two drinks and then you have uh, uh, Iguodala's uh, baby mama, uh, Kayana came in. She had beef with Jennifer. She pushed Jennifer in the scene. So the OGs are like, what the fuck is happening? And so, so Brittany on my show referred to you all as the mean girls. Yeah. Who was being mean to her? No one. So was she doing it to get reality show clout? Because she already has social clout. But was it like to get clout within the show? Was it to get camera time? What was the? I don't know. I and I listen throughout the whole season. Like I was still even with the situation with her and uh, Brooke after that drink throwing. It was hard for me to kind of have a neutral stance because I'm really cool with her. I'm really cool with her brother. Is my neighbor. Our kids are best friends. So there's like a real life. You know, relationship there. So I was like, fuck, how do I continue filming the show? She threw this drink at, at, at Brooke. Brooke really wanted to beat her ass. Like for outside of the show, she was like, I'm going to beat her ass. So, you know, it became bigger than just that scene. And I'm like, okay, let me take my feelings out of it because it really has nothing to do with me and continue to kind of just be cool because I genuinely liked Brittany at the time. Mm. Um she once she ended up leaving the show, uh, it was she unfollowed us. Um, and I just I don't know. It's 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 I don't know what to think of it. It's interesting. Wait, she left the show early. Yeah, she stopped filming early. Um, she basically had checked out. She didn't you know, she said it was just like too much. And um, she just I have never had in the history of doing this show. There's still a, a, a level of professionalism that you still need to have. So if you have confessional interviews, you know, they schedule those. And sometimes she just wouldn't show up. We've had scenes. It could be me, her, and Shawnee. 
the scene a turn from her coming to maybe a FaceTime because she just wouldn't show up. So it was becoming a little difficult because, you know, she just was slowly checking out as time went on. And I mean, according to her, the experience wasn't that great. And I get it. Doing the show could be crazy. But, you know, I always have my eye on the prize. But to say that, you know, people, you know, everyone, no one got into it with her other than her and Brooke. Mm. So at, was she at the reunion? Mm-hmm. She was. So she yeah. did come back for that. Yes. Okay. Now, when she calls you all the mean girls, I know back in the day when Brandy was in the show, her and Shawnee had the moment where she was like, you know, if you're going to be the EP and be in the show, you know, she tried to say basically she was being bullied as a new cast member. Is that something where the... Oh, where the new G's or the people feel like the vets are bullying them or they don't have the same level playing field as the vets? You know, is that a feeling that the new people have? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I feel like we were welcoming. I feel like we tried to get into your stories to tell like who you are, get, you know, people get to know you a little bit more other than the viral moments or who your baby daddy is. And, you know, it just... It just, she just felt like she didn't have a, a good experience. And um, I don't know. But to say that we treated her mean, it's like, where? I was kind to you. Jaseel, who was, who's uh, with the WNBA player. Yeah. They had a good, great relationship. She unfollowed her on social media when the show was done. Her and Jackie <laughs> never really got into it. The, the Brooke and her, they ended up hashing it out and then things were like cool. And then Jennifer and her barely filmed. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't understand when you guys had did the interview. I was kind of like, that's so interesting. Um, I know there was a lot of drama going on, but no one treated you poorly. So I just, I didn't, she wasn't being honest. Do you ever give Vanessa skin regimen recommendations? No, because people keep walking up to me saying, my skin is beautiful, your skin is beautiful. I have a thing about healthy skin. Same. But they keep talking about Vanessa's skin online. Is it because, does she really have like craters? Yeah. Her skin is really, really bad. Um, She told me in a scene that... (laughs) She told me, and so her and I had filmed the scene because I had said something about that in an argument. Because at this point, what you, you say? Um, I told her to call her esthetician. <laughs> you know, but and then it got worse through the, through the episodes. It's like it just got worse and worse and worse. I don't know how you fix that, but um, she definitely looks like she needs a chemical peel. Did she get one by the reunion? Um, because you gave her time, and you get the Bible says warning comes before destruction. So if you gave her a warning, she had time. She, I don't know if I could say this because it's just I'm not even going. Go ahead, say it or don't say it. But either way, the reunion will come up and we can see. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like I haven't seen. I'll be honest with you. I'm. I haven't seen what she looks like yet. I did see a picture. It was kind of from the distance, and I was getting my makeup done today. Is it, like, bad, like, when you drive over potholes and it's, like, really, really bad road? Or is it, like, just maybe a little bump here and there? No, it's like New York City when the snow eventually 
melts off and there's like a pothole every 10 seconds. Damn. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm also a true believer. Okay, so let's flip this. <laughs> I feel like she has a lot going on in her real life. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when you have a lot going on in your real life, you know what? <laughs> I'm done. It, it, show, I'm it, it rises to the surface. It rises to the surface. Like, you look like what you're going through. It's just what it is. Like, when life is great and we're, like, flourishing, kind of like how we are, you feel like, okay, but when you're going through shit, I've had moments, I'm going through some shit, I look like death. Life be lifing. Life be lifing, and I feel like life is lifing for her in, like, outside of the show. So that's probably the issue. So who is this girl? Like, I don't know her, and I'm not being shady. I just really don't know who she is. I, I don't know who she is either. So how does she make it in the show? Oh, her husband. Well, we, we probably, you probably know her husband, or maybe not. Um, Isaiah Ryder is her husband. Basketball player? Mm -hmm. Okay. And she's married to him now? Mm-hmm. Okay, and so she comes into the show. She uses her relationship with your ex, who you have a good relationship yes. with. Now, does she make claims that you don't co-parent well? No. she's. Um, she didn't say anything about the co-parenting. I don't think so. I mean, honestly, so much happened online. Who knows? But uh, we we co-parent great. We have a great relationship. But didn't her Should husband I could call him right now. Didn't her husband cheat on her? A thousand times. But during the pandemic, when we were supposed to be uh, uh, in our houses, tucked away from strangers, he was getting familiar with other women. Yeah, so she talked about this on the show. She talked about how she ended up pregnant. She found out that he was uh, cheating with some woman. And because of the stress of that, you know, what was going on, the infidelity, she ended up miscarrying uh, the baby, and I guess this woman was trying to extort them, like, oh, I'm going to put this on blast on TMZ. I don't know. She talked about this on the show. So that's why you said if your life is a mess in real life and it comes out through your pores. Okay. Yeah. So now in the show, did you all get into it more Her than once? Yes. <laughs> well, initially, I knew that she was going to be on the show, and I said to myself, Okay, cool. I know she's friends with the mother of his kids. Like, I don't have an issue with anybody. Like, her and I could be cool. I didn't know that she was coming in with this energy trying to rewrite my history mm. with Carl. I'm like, no, 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 girl. You're not going to, you know, basically come on the show and say, you know, she's a homewrecker and all of this. If, you, if she wanted to have a conversation with me, she could have had it. No problem. I, I mean, I don't have anything to hide when it comes to, you know, how we met. You know, how Leo was conceived and, and all of those things. But she, she, yeah, she was, like, stuck on it. And everybody was telling her, like, girl, this happened 10 years ago. Like, the kids are now, like, in fifth grade. Like, why do you care? This has nothing to do with you. So it's, it's, it's safe to say you were her main storyline the whole show? Yes. And so did you put hands on anybody this season? Um, I snatched the wig. Really? Yeah, but I, to my defense, to my defense. So how do people be getting their wigs snatched off? They don't latch them on tightly, or what? I mean, I don't know. I'm not a oh wig. Oh my god! Kind of I was so like, I didn't even know she had a wig on. I was like, I couldn't even believe it was in my hands. Wait, you went to pull her hair and the thing came off? Yeah, because this. So what happened? What happened, Jason? What happened was is that jennifer filmed a scene with Cleana like a couple of weeks prior mm -hmm. right you know jen jennifer don't fight nobody yeah jennifer gets up in that scene and walks away the girl ends up pushing her right okay fine 
moving forward to the strip club scene, you know, they're still having like bad energy because of that day. So we're having drinks, we're having a good time. And the next thing I know is I'm looking, Jennifer's sitting there eating a fucking tater tot. And I look to my right and I see this girl running up. She took off her shoes, her <laughs> earrings. Like she was coming to like beat Jennifer's ass because Jennifer had sang a song, there's some hoes in this hoes. Like she That's had, a good song. Yeah, and she was being petty. It yeah. was like, if she was being petty, like, you know, in Jennifer's mind, she's like, I'm still mad at this bitch bitch you pushed me like so the girl runs up to Jennifer and I was like I reacted because I said to myself she's gonna end up hitting her Mm -hmm. and then I went to snatch like what I thought was her hair and it was it was um her wig I couldn't believe I ended up with the wig in my hand do you know what I did with it next I danced with it like literally because we were in a strip club there was bachelorettes I was like what do I do with the wig what the fuck So, yeah, mind you, me and her never had beef. It was more so for me trying to, like, stop her from hitting Yeah, but now that you've snatched her wig off, no pun intended, on TV, now y'all got beef? Now she hates me because of that. Did she at least have a stocking on over the braids under her wig, or was it just straight up? I don't know what she had on. You know what? Honestly, it happened so fast, and then security came and, and took her out, and then they came over here, so... I don't know what I don't know what her hair looked like under the wig. So now Shawnee is a first lady. Is Shawnee is the first lady of First Corinthian Episcopal Baptist Church showing up on basketball? She ain't showing up to that. <laughs> she ain't showing up to that. You know what? She'll show up. We we did um we did film like a couple of like lunches and stuff that she came in. She did one dinner, but she I could probably count the times that she filmed the yeah. show. It was probably like three times. No, I mean, she. one thing I will say about Shani, you know, the fact that, she, first of all, she created a show for a lot of women of color to be able to thrive and build brands mm-hmm. and stuff on. So as a businesswoman, she's done her thing. She'll message me here and there on Instagram with words of encouragement. You know, she's watching me from the pulpit. Because, you know, I, I cut up sometimes. But I, I love the fact that she still stays connected to the culture. And, you know, she's doing her thing. And she seems happy. She's one of the, like, most humble, most real first ladies you'll ever meet. And I think that that's why. Even, even Pastor Keon, you go to his church. I think that's why so many people gravitate towards him is because there's a realness about him. Um, and, yeah, like you said, you know, she started this show it has allowed, I mean, I come back not not just for the check. I come back because I'm able to promote my jewelry line, BX Glow. I'm able to do a pop-up shop for my, you know, bodysuit line. I'm, it's not just about shooting the show and wanting to be famous or relevant. I honestly could give a fuck about that. It's really about how do I make the most out of this time on this network, this platform, to be able to make money and build my brands. So, But when you're friends with Shani, and then she's the executive producer, and then she brings a Vanessa in the show where now Vanessa wants to bring Amy in the show, and Amy's never been a public conversation to Evelyn's real life. Do you ever get mad at that? Do you feel some type of way, or do you, or you just roll with the punches as part of the job? I just roll with the punches. It's really just part of the job. And, you know, Shawnee, Shawnee's listening to story as it's it's going to, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I'm, I wish it could be positive the whole way through. I'm not in control of that. I'm not in control of what you bring to the table as a cast member, what you say about me, and you really have to roll with the punches. You need to have thick skin. You don't, I mean, I guess it makes the show, you know? Right. I mean, nobody, talk, would, nobody would watch if you guys were Yeah, just... if you didn't talk shit in your confessionals and everything was like, oh my God, I just love Evelyn. She's so great. It would be boring, yeah. you know? So 
it's just a part of what we do and I've done it for so long. And I'm like, there's nothing you could say about me that is going to really affect me. And it's just part of the job. What's your relationship with Amy, Carl's ex-wife? It's a little strained now because of that situation, mm. which really pisses me off because up to that point, great. I, if, even now, today I was saying, usually for the holidays, I'm like, hey, you know, uh, what is she into? Because Leo wants to buy his sister a gift. We communicate. Or if she's coming in town, she'll say, hey, I'm coming in town. You know, we'll, we'll you know, I'll have Leo meet with her or we'll figure something out. Mm. And it's different now, unfortunately, because of some stupid shit her friend wanted to, to bring to the show. I think it was hard for her, um, and I don't want to put words in her mouth, but you are a private person. Your friend is on the show exposing your life story because right. it's not her friend's life story. Right. And then I'm forced to respond, which gives it more eyes. And then it became this like big thing. And I'm sure people are like, oh, hey, I heard you know this happened on the show. She also has an older son that is now playing baseball. You know, he got drafted out of the high school. I'm sure she's like, I don't want to deal with this bullshit. And I get it. But, you know... But you didn't create it. I didn't create any of this. Right. And I would have never, <laughs> you know, wanted to talk about Amy or Carl on Basketball Wives on VH1. Like, mm -hmm. for what? You know, I, I respect her privacy. And I also respect my son's father. Mm -hmm. Like, I just wouldn't do that. But, you know, I'm forced to respond. Mm -hmm. And it got real ugly. And... Now the relationship is in a weird space, you know. I'm hoping that as the dust settles, that it's like, okay, I see, you know, you didn't have anything to do with this. I don't know why, how I'm being blamed for this, to be but, honest. But that's the part that I'm trying to understand, because if you've never really talked about your relationship with Carl, his ex in the news or media, never said, we never talked about it before, mm -mm. and we never talked about it privately either, and you've been protecting that privacy for so long, and then your friend uses... That is a gateway to getting famous. Right. You should be looking at your friend. Right. You should, I would be like, my friends do anything that even gives me a glimpse that they're doing that. It's we're, we're going to have a moment. Right. So how do you become the bad guy in that? I don't know. And I, re I, I remember telling her via text, like, this is your friend. I didn't want this. I didn't want to talk about you. I didn't want to talk about this situation. Even when Carl and I broke up, uh, that I was just reflecting on my relationship with him. Her and I had a great conversation, you know, great conversation, mature, and been were cool ever since then. Never had any issues. I was actually proud at the way we were able to always bring the kids together or try our best to make sure that they have a good relationship. But well, because of the things that I read in the notes were specifically like verbatim, Vanessa bringing Amy's name up in the show. Yes. So again, I would say, Amy, I don't know you, but take it from somebody who has lots of friends who respects my privacy. Take stock of who's around you. And if your friends are using you and your child or your relationship with your ex and your relationship with her and your, your children as a way to get on, you better be careful what else you tell them because the minute you cut them off, that's going to come out too. Right. You know, and I think you know, for somebody like you, you've been dealing with fame for so long that you understand the game and you get what it is. So yep. hopefully you talk to somebody who knows you know, who, who knows the game uh, better than the person who's trying to play it now. Yeah. And and Vanessa, get some, uh, the Derm King is a really good dermatologist. He, <laughs> I like supporting black, supporting black businesses. You should go uh, talk to him. He'll probably give you a discount if you refer, use my name. That's amazing. <laughs> and your interview did that for her. So now when she good. get her skin fixed, you did that. Yes, Crazy. yes. It's all about helping each Not other Not New York out. potholes though. <laughs> Jesus.
We want everybody to be better. Okay. So Jackie Christie, is she still being sneaky and underhandedly messy? Because I love Jackie, but Jackie can stir some shit. Baby. I Listen, Jackie and I, we were cool to the end of the season. You know what? This season, she was a little bit... There was so much going on with the newbies. And there was so much drama that she really was kind of like... Took a step back a little bit. She took a step back a little bit, uh, which was fine. But, you know, I don't know if you ended up seeing, but I guess the promo pictures came out and it became this thing that I had no idea about. So I guess the the promo picture had me, um, Shawnee and Jennifer on it. I didn't know that this was going to be one of the promo pictures. It was going to be Banner. I, I didn't know. They left Jackie off? She wasn't on it, and I guess she was feeling some type of way about it, right? I don't have, I don't mind you, Jason. I have no control of what the network, what they want to do. I would have wore a better dress if that was the fucking case. I'm like, I had no idea that this was gonna be on fucking billboards. The cast doesn't get sign off on the network's promo. No, I had no idea. Anyway, (laughs) the point is, is that she then started talking shit behind the scenes. She was calling British. It ends up, you know, she was calling British, I guess, venting to her. Calling um, her collect in prison or calling No, her- no, no, calling her. This was before the... The, the, the indictment. The indictment, yeah. This was before... Like, but she's not in prison now, right? I, I'm just being... Okay. <laughs> I'm like, wait, is she... No, she um, actually... The, the judge... I saw recently on Hollywood Unlocked that the judge is going to let her spend time with her kids before she goes to jail. Oh, okay, good, yeah. good. Um, so anyway, it became this whole thing. Um, she was calling, and I guess she just feels some type of way about it. Um, she started, you know, talking shit about me. I guess she was talking shit about Shawnee. So you'll see that come to a head at the reunion because I'm like, I never had anything with you. I'm, I just want to come on the show, film a good show. At the end of the day, we're all on the same team, whether I film for five minutes or not. Like, my check doesn't change. I'm in the episode. Yeah. But, you know, I think she really feels like this is her show and there's this whole insecurity about it. And I'm just like, okay, like, you know, so a lot has happened outside of the cameras. Unfortunately, we're her just, you know, being a hater. So she's mad at, what is she, she's talking shit about you online? She's talking, she hasn't talked shit about me online. She does this behind the scenes with calling Brooke and then recently, not calling Brooke, calling British. Yeah. And then recently Brooke posted it online because I guess they were going at it. Like, that's why you were calling British, talking shit about Evelyn. So it was like this whole thing, but... It all boils down to her, I guess, maybe feeling some type of way about billboards, me being here, and mm. blah, blah, blah. I mean, you are basketball wives when you think about it, but but Jackie's also held it down. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I, mean, I she's love been, Jackie. Yeah, and she's been on the L.A. show from, from the beginning. The beginning. Yeah. She's never not filmed a season. You know, I leave, I go do my own show, I come back, I go do another show, I come back. You know, I try to explore other things, <laughs> yeah. but she really feels like this is like her show. She'll be like, well, you're on my show. And then I'll have to say stupid shit like, well, the L.A. show wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the Miami show. It sounds very high school. true, though. No, it is. And it's like, why do we even need to have this battle, right? right? Because it's like we've been able to accomplish so much together. Mm -hmm. But she still feels like this is her show and the Miami girls are on her show. Jackie, this is almost like colorism. It's a problem that y'all didn't create. So why (laughs) y'all fighting over it? But the network, y'all were shady because you knew damn well not putting... But it's almost like you know not to put Jackie up is going to cause... 
this like it's it's smart yeah i guess i guess it is smart but i'm like i don't have it's not your fault no i don't have any control of that i would have definitely looked way better in that promo (laughs) brooke bailey yeah her daughter died Mm -hmm. does she cover all that in the show she covers all of that in the show i have no idea how she even filmed the show I can't even imagine going through, you know, the hurt and pain that she's going through. But she she discussed that. She also just did a fundraiser. She has a nonprofit uh, for her daughter because her daughter was in um, in beauty school. So um, she has a nonprofit for that. Uh, and um, yeah, she talks about it. There was a lot of tears and crying, like real emotion. I would always tell her even off camera, like, I don't know how you're filming this show because I was stressed filming it and I can't even imagine filming the show and having to go through the grief mm. that she's um going through but I think she's you know taking it day by day mm. and you know some days are good and some days are not but um you know I told her I'm always here for her no matter what I'm glad that Brooke is back in the show I'm glad that she's able to honor her daughter's life and story and on, on television because I was able to do that for my brother Rodney on Love and Hip Hop that's the only reason why I went back to Love and Hip Hop mm. because I got tired of doing that show with a bunch of conflict all the time. Then we show up, everybody's at lunch having a good time. It was crazy. But because they let me tell a story, so it was good to see her. I can't remember where I ran to Brooke. I was somewhere in passing. I just happened to bump into her on a red carpet. It may have been the Essence Black Woman in Hollywood. And I just kind of grabbed her and said, you know, sorry to hear what you're going through and all that. Um, As a parent, your daughter's grown. She's out here in the streets. Hi. She came to my birthday party. Shanice. Beautiful. (laughs) Very, very beautiful. I always think like when a woman or a man has a child and then they get older and grown and now they're out in the world, that would just drive me nuts. Like I would always wonder if they're okay. Is that something that you even think about with Shanice? Um, I'm going to feel like that till the day I die, honestly. She, even as an adult, she goes out. I will literally wait until she messages me that she's home. Or I'll go to sleep, wake back up. Are you home? It's just, it's something that will never go away. I'm always worried about her when she goes. She doesn't go out a lot anymore. She She's calmed down a lot. She was never, she'll go to like events and mm. stuff like that. But um, yeah, you you. I always worry, you know, okay, you're getting in an Uber. Um, be careful. Let me know. Give me your location. Sometimes she's probably like, all right, girl, like I'm 30. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, those are my babies. And, and you just never know, you know, especially going out at night in LA, what could happen, especially even with Uber drivers. Mm. So I'm always concerned, and I think that being a parent, that is something that will forever stay with you, you know? Now you have a nine-year-old. When you're raising him <laughs> and you look at the world that we're in with school shootings, with just, we live in the craziest world right now. Yeah. What do you think about? I, I mean, I worry because he's, he's going to grow up to be a black man in America. And, um, you know, he asks me a lot of questions. You know, he sees things on TV and he's very aware that he is a black boy. Um, and, you know, all I can do is obviously instill in him. I, I just I feel like the greatest compliment I could receive as a mom is that you have great kids and that they're good people. And, um, you know, hopefully he's not out here getting in trouble and I'm keep him in sports and, and busy. So we're like at baseball, football, just to keep him off of the iPad and, and keep him, because he wants to do that long-term. Like he wants to be, you know, a professional baseball player like his dad and his brother. So, you know, just, I try my best to just keep him on the right track. I don't, I, he's a big personality and, um, yeah, I don't know what it's going to be like when he likes tap, like is able to like go out, out, but hopefully 
the things that I instill at him at home will, you know, stay with him when he's, you know, making his own decisions. So, okay, now let's switch gears back to love. So you go on this new show, Queen's Court. Mm -hmm. <laughs> let's be mature and now let's tap into something else. <laughs> it's always a roller coaster over here. So you get on, how, first of all, how do you get sucked into Queen's Court? I got sucked into Queen's Court. Well, it wasn't the first dating show that kind of like, people knew I wasn't doing Basketball Wives, so there was another dating show that came across. And I was like, mm, I don't know. But then this one, Will Packer, was putting it together. And um, I started one day, it was like Overdrive. It was like the old showrunner of Basketball Wives, Sean Rankin, shout out to him. He was like, hey, Will Packer's people are trying to contact you. I'm like, for what? Like, what's going on? Mind you, I had already taken time off of Basketball Wives. Mm -hmm. And then that's how it ended up happening. I had my manager, Lisa, talk to them. And they were like, hey, we're putting together a show. Next question was, who else is doing it? So it's Tamar, Braxton, and Nivea. And I'm like, okay, I actually like, like these people. So this could be great. <laughs> then they were like, oh, well, then you got to go to Atlanta. And you got to be there for six, seven weeks. I'm like, shit, that's hard because I have to be away from my son. Right. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to do that? But then I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to work it out. So yeah, the next thing you know, I was packing my shit and I was going to Atlanta to, to film this, you know, this dating show, which was eventful. Okay. So now the Queen's Court, how did you meet this? Okay, because I didn't watch it. So I'm going to just say that. I uh -huh. didn't watch it. I know that I've talked to Tamar. We all know Tamar is dating JR and we know how that's playing out, which I'll ask you your opinion about <laughs> Lord, don't Tamar, ask me shit. Tamar, do not call me after this episode because, you know, I love you, but, you know, I have a job to do. All right, so you get in the show. Now, the show was, I know it was a, re a dating show. Is it Was it real? Like a real? Yeah. Real? No, it was a real dating show. We would go on these, like, group dates. So I would go out on a date with, like, four or five guys that I would choose, and then we would have an elimination depending on what happened on those dates, conversations. And then um, it was like three rounds of guys. So it was like one round, guys come in, you you know, you get rid of who you don't like, then you bring more in. So it was some interesting men on there. Well, the reason why I say ask is it scripted. I mean, I know it was an unscripted reality show, yeah. but this thing with Tamar and JR is playing out like JR from Dallas. Like this is becoming like, it's becoming a, Thing. I don't know if it's real, what's not real. Because, you know, I come from Love & Hip Hop where I don't know what's real or not real there. Yeah. Okay. So you're, let's, let's talk about this guy, LaVon Lewis. So he became... Because <laughs> I can't... Your face. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just. Okay. LaVon Lewis is somebody that you met throughout your journey of all these group and individual days. And that's the one that you said you liked. That's the one that I said I like. So when I first met him, I was like, the thing about LaVon is I felt like LaVon, some of the guys were doing the most, right? And he seemed the most humble, the most normal. Uh, he he has a marketing business. Like he, he basically signed on to do the show because yeah, he was looking for love, but he also has this business. The, uh, some of the other guys I felt like wanted to promote a book or, it, or did other dating shows. So to me, I'm kind of like, mm. He just seemed very, very, um, I don't know, very normal and, and, and sweet. And he, he just wasn't doing too much. So I kind of gravitated towards that. But was the goal, did you think, I'm really going to date this guy? Or were you like, I just need to find one that I find 
halfway acceptable. I didn't know what was going to happen. As we kept going on on dates, he had the, I will say this, some of his dates were so creative, um, but he has, that's how he thinks, you know, he's very creative. So like one date, he gave me butterflies in a box, like real life butterflies. I have a bunch of butterfly tattoos. So, um, so he would do sweet things like that. And I was like, and it was something about his energy too, where I felt like, maybe I need like this, like a calm, gentle man like this, right? Like who's so different from anything that I've ever dated. I mean, look at Carl, look at LeVon. <laughs> right, but right, totally different <laughs> right. guys. But also you've dated like athletes. Uh-huh. So like, is athlete like your thing or it's been your thing? Well, it was my thing and it, well, I, it's just what, who I met, you know? It wasn't like, you know, I met Chad on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, Carl, I met through a life coach. Antoine, I met out in New York. So it was just how my life ended up working out, I guess. I didn't know that I was going to hit the trifecta and go from <laughs> basketball to football, football you know, uh, baseball. Even me, I was like, oh, my God. You need to go to soccer. You playing around. That's where the, 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 the most finest men in the world of sports and money. Yes. Really? See, I never really like. Tell look. me you seriously don't know that. No, I don't look at I don't watch soccer. Do you know who Memphis Depay, you know, any of these people? I'm no, a, I'm a text I only you. know Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay, he's cool. He, he got the money, but there's like, for real, that you're, you're in the wrong sports. Okay. Yeah. If you went over to Dubai or to England or like you went and visited, <laughs> so t- we could go to a soccer game because I know some of them. I'm telling you right now, the richest and the best looking. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> okay, so this guy, Levon. So now, yeah. um, you knew that wasn't going to work, though. No. Not initially. I thought we were together. What are, you, what are you gonna do with a guy who marketing? You ain't going courtside nowhere. You ain't gonna sit up at this house do, marketing. Well, that's true. But I have my own money too. Yeah. So I felt like I did like the fact that he was um, low key. I, I don't want a guy that's like, you know, a big celebrity. I just, I, I did that. I just I want to live a normal quiet life yeah. at home, you know. So I mean, I get what you're saying. That's yeah. nice. Too. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> you know, it's nice to have. But yeah. sometimes, you know, having that lifestyle comes with a lot of bullshit too. And it's like I just don't have the energy to have to. I've been there, did that. I'm like, that's why I'm like, I'll be by myself. I'll make my own money. I'll call my own shots. And if I want to go to courtside game, I'll go. Wait. So are you on Raya? You're not on Raya. I don't know. I had Raya and I deleted it. But I have a friend that met her fiance on Raya, so she had a different experience. Is it a good app, though? I mean, there's... Yeah, I guess, but I didn't... I may be the wrong person to ask, to be honest, because it's like I made the profile. My friend was like, you need to do it, my esthetician, Roberta. She was like, you need to do it, blah, 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 and I did, got approved, and then then I ended up deleting it, so I didn't really experience it. No, I wasn't paying attention to it, and then I just ended up deleting it. So you didn't see any celebrities on there? No. Do, Do celebrity men slide in your DMs? Uh, yes. Who? <laughs> I would never tell Do you. any of the young rappers try to slide in your DMs? I know. I have young rappers. I have, like, super young athletes that are, like, 23. I'm like, what am I going to do with you? Um, have great sex. Go to Katsuya and fucking go on trips and, you know. Yeah, that's fun. What's the youngest you would date? Uh, the youngest I would date is probably 30. Okay. I would date a 30-year-old. They say, they say the rule is half your age plus seven. So oh, that's it. Wow. I didn't know that's, this. That's what they said. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. the youngest you would date? Seriously date or fuck? 
Because um, it's two different things. You know, 25-year-old may get, get hit on the way, but 30, settle down. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, because you got to at least know who Tina Turner is. You got to at least know who the Fugees <laughs> are. <laughs> Lionel Richie. Like, when, when you see Color Purple coming out, you can't think that's the first time it's ever been in, this, in, in right. the movie theater. Right, I got you. you I got know? you. Yeah, you still need, you could, you could be young and, and mature. Yeah. But the, I, I feel like, yeah, I'm like, I met a guy, he's like an old soul. Yeah. He's like early 30s, so I like that. So you still be open to dating athletes? Mm. Mm, I don't know. It depends on who it is. Stephen A. Smith, would you date him? Um, I don't know who that is. Me show, show me, show me who that is. Okay. Is he like a veteran uh, player? No, Stephen A. Smith. Show me who it is. Okay, Stephen A. Oh, he's from the Bronx. He's from the Bronx. Y'all, yeah, yeah, um, y'all have a lot in common when it comes to the Bronx. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I would never date Stephen. And you know why? I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna keep it a buck right here, Jason. When the shit happened between Chad and I, he was talking so much shit. Really? And he was one of the main people that I made me feel this small. And because of what I was going through, I just felt like it was hard for me. You know how we talked about feeling re-victimized? Like he was, he was one of the main people that, that talked shit uh, about my situation with, with Chad. He was very negative. Um, and it was difficult. So, yeah, I would never date him. Even outside of that, I would never date him, period. <laughs> I didn't even know that. But, you know, it's interesting because he was the same one that tried to pit Rihanna and Beyonce against each other. And it was, like, really nasty in the way he did it. So I find it very interesting. I didn't know that that happened to you with him. Yeah. And I felt, I, I, every time I see him or whenever he has an opinion about some shit, I always think about that. Because it was, it was really, really hurtful for me. You know, here I am. I'm going through this very public you know, divorce, breakup. It was, you know, Chad was doing interviews. He was still trying to get back with me at the time. Like there was so much controversy around it. I'm getting blamed for everything that happens. And he was one of the people that uh, pretty much made me feel like just horrible about speaking up and, and, and living in my truth. And mm. I just feel like I don't know. I think that's the reason why a lot of women in these relationships don't speak up because of people like him mm -hmm. that feel like, oh, okay, you know, I'm going to get blamed for this situation and maybe I shouldn't say anything because it's going to ruin his career. I'm like, fuck that, mm -hmm. you know, like, so it, it was hard for me. Yeah. And on my podcast, I recently just said, like, you know, picking to choose when you support and defend women who are going through experiences like that shouldn't be based on your favorite celebrity. You know, I like this celebrity or I like this athlete's uh, accomplishments, so yeah. they must they must be lying, right? And it's like I didn't headbutt myself, right? You know the and we saw the picture exactly. Yeah. So it's like the situation happens, and um, and I I do I I understand that my actions on the show weren't the most positive, and here I am getting into you know arguments and fights with women, and it's just the part of you know, the, the show at the time. But I know when it came to my relationship with him, I never, you know, put my hands on him. And even that day, I never did anything to deserve what happened to right. me, you know? And my hope for his new woman is that he treats her with the love and respect that she deserves because mm. I always think about whoever he's dating next. Mm. There it is there. Stephen A., you should be ashamed of yourself, by the way. Um, okay, so you're not on Raya. Would you do Hinge or any other dating no. app? Mm -mm. My friend's on Hinge. She's a, my, my hairstylist. She says that it's been great for her. 
I, I just don't want to be on a dating app. I don't know. Maybe, but not right now. So you won't tell me who slid in your DMs. Um, has there been any celebrity that slid in your DMs that you would give a chance to? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> when you see them slide, do you slide back or do you just ignore it? Like, do you respond and say thank you? But I'll no. say thank you. Oh, you or are? Yeah, yeah. Some, or sometimes I don't even want you to see that I saw it. Um, <laughs> you know how you can kind of yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. So it, it just depends. But yeah, I ignore a lot of them. Why? Because I'm not interested. Okay, but even though you're 47, I always say to people, like, when you come out of a relationship, it's okay to give yourself permission to, like, be a hoe for a little bit. Like, I, I believe... I'm having fun. Okay. Okay. That's what I was going to say. At least you're having fun. I'm having fun. Okay. But discreetly, privately, how do you protect yourself from the cloud chasers? Because you know, we don't talk about the men until they're dating you guys. Right. You know right, that, right? right? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of celebrity women, I tell Amber Rose and everybody, we don't, we, the, the, the website, we don't talk about the men until they're dating the women. Right. So right. how do you protect yourself from the cloud chasers? I just, I just know, like, how I meet the person. Um, I just, everybody, anybody that meets me knows that, you know, I'm very low-key, under the radar. I don't want to be in Hollywood, you know, going to dinner. I'd rather be somewhere in frickin' Simi Valley, <laughs> you know? So, um, I... I'm from New York. I can read people very well. Yeah. You know, it's like, I know if you're cloud chasing or if you generally just want to like vibe and, 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 you know, chill and stuff like that. Do you want to get married again? I do. You do? I do. My, I fucking was married for 43 days. That shit was short lived. Like, does that, <laughs> that count? Wait, 43 days? That was less than Kim Kardashian. I know. Listen, when my, when my marriage ended, I remember thinking, Oh my God, I didn't beat Kim K. Because remember, it was like a big deal. What was the guy's name? I don't know, but I saw him on Southwest Airlines one day. I'm, I just, I'm not going to Southwest Airlines shame because I like that airline. Um, what was his name? I don't mind getting on a Southwest. Oh, Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys, right. Yeah. So I remember when that went down, hers was like 70 It was 70 days. Yep, I remember you this. You beat that. I beat that. I, I made, uh, <laughs> yes. Wait, so 43 days? Yeah, well, I got married 4th of July. The incident between him and I happened the end of July. Okay, got And it. then I was divorced uh, soon after. So, yeah, it was only like 40-something days. I try to get that shit annulled. You have no idea. Because I didn't want to be a divorcee on paper. I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, right. But I couldn't. So, on record, it's, yes. Um, so, you've been divorced now how many times? Once. That one? Just him. I never Ruin got... your clean record. <laughs> Ruin my clean record. Fuck. But you want to get married again. I do. I love marriage. I love love. I, I'm always, I'm never tainted from the relationship before. I'm like, fuck it, it didn't work out. I'm always open to it. But ultimately, yes, I would love to get married and, and be with whoever that person is. See, because I kind of think about marriage here and there, but then I'm like, 46, am I really going to get married? I mean, 46 is not old. Right. But where are they at? <laughs> they ain't out here. Let me know if you got a homeboy or something. <laughs> Shit. If I if the one I got got a homeboy, he probably want me to. Did, right. You know, because now dating is different too these days. Because yeah. you know, you don't gotta just worry about the women. Right. That's worry, true. Worry about us too. That's true. But I do. I do want to get married. I want to have like a ranch. And I mean, I I want a simple simple life. Do you want more kids? No. Hell no. <laughs> no. My son is enough. Because you have nine more years. 
I have nine more years and God knew, listen, go, having those miscarriages were, it was obviously, like you said, traumatic. It was very, very difficult, but baby, Lord do, her son is enough. You know, his life is just keeps me so busy and, um, yes. And no disciplines. Yes, yeah. exactly. Very disciplined. So no, I definitely don't want no more kids. I'm going to raise him, get him out the house and enjoy my time. And so, um, okay, no more kids. Do you want a husband that doesn't have kids or can he have his own kids? You don't care. I prefer for him to have his own kids. Okay. You know, I don't ever want you to feel like, oh, you know, I want to have kids. Have your own kids, you know, let them be somewhat grown or not, whatever. Um, I would prefer for that per for the kid not to be an infant, <laughs> but you never know. <laughs> Yeah, because we ain't breastfeeding over here. Yeah, right? I ain't breastfeeding my own kids. You think I'm... Well, I heard you had another kid, so we actually got you a gift for your other kid. What's my... There's a there's a, a box down there. We give gifts at the Jason Lee Show. I'm scared. No. Look at the top. Look at the top. You know... <laughs> Wait, you did your research. The Shut the fuck up. You got my bearded dragon a gift. Look in there. I am so dead. This, we love Sniper. I used to date somebody named Sniper, by the way. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. There's so many things here. Yes. Okay, so first, there's the harness to put around your pet lizard. There's a crown and a chain. Oh, my God. He's, like, straight out of New York. <laughs> my little baby. Yeah, that's that's a that's what well, we got the crown because of Queen's Court. The, clever. Yeah. Clever. We try. You guys do. This is this is <laughs> hilarious. I love this. I'm gonna put this on him, and you're gonna see. I'm Get gonna send a you a picture. Okay, we'll post it on Instagram. That is so funny. Thank you. Okay, so now, so now, you're done with Queen's Court. Would you do dating on reality TV again? Uh, no, I don't want to be that girl just doing dating shows and stuff like that. I no, I I think that'd be like my my one and done. Would you co-host a reunion show on the Zeus Network? Oh my God, no. No. No, I mean I'll watch the like little crit. It's crazy. It's beyond basketball. I love him. <laughs> oh, it is beyond. I had saw. I don't know who these girls are, but there was one girl. She ran out and she like karate chopped or kicked. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, is the girl okay? <laughs> so, no, no. I think you'd be a great host. I've been a host. You think so? I've hosted. Mm -hmm. I would host Lemio. If Evelyn will host, I will come back and host another. I think we'd be great. Because we know reality TV, but that's not our world. That's that's their world. Right, right, right. But well, we, listen, if you want to hire me and Jason, we'll be the money's there. good, too. Is it? They don't play over there. Oh, damn. No what? That's why they're getting them karate chops. I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shout out to Lemio. Okay, um, what else do I want to add? Oh, so Tamar Braxton, your co-star from Queens Court, is in the news. <laughs> because Hi, Tay-Tay. Hey. <laughs> She's dating JR. She is. Can I say something about JR? Yes. I co-signed this whole thing from the when they were dating, going on their dates on the show. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, he's seems like he's so into her. He's so amazing. Like I was totally, I was co-signing this whole thing. So you're the reason why my team has to work overtime to cover this relationship that's online now. Um, I'd probably say I'm I'm part to blame because I definitely uh encouraged her. I listen, I only you have to think we were together six, seven weeks. 
we would go to dinner, have drinks and stuff after. Um, obviously, a lot has happened since then. But, um, yeah, you know, I didn't, I still don't know, know him, obviously, how she knows him. But I, Tamar, the, the thing that was interesting, Tamar said after the, um, the, the Braxton Family Values, when I did an interview with her, that she was never doing reality TV again because it destroyed her family. But then now she's back on this reality dating show. So I was kind of confused mm. by that. But she found JR. There was the whole thing that went down with her, Candy Burris, JR, the husband, Todd. And then, you know, they broke up. Mm-hmm. And then she was robbed in Atlanta or burglarized. Their car was burglarized. And then she talked about how he wasn't there for her. But now they're back together again. And the rumors have it that they're going to get married. You're here for that? I am here for whatever Tamar wants for her life. Mm. You know, I feel I know that they do have a connection. Um, I'm hoping that... Yeah, I'm hoping maybe they could go to therapy together. But after he broke up with her, then went out with Tommy. Yeah. Then went got back with her, and then she went to the game with him to get back at Tommy. It's just giving less Braxton value. It's giving dollar store value. Yeah. But that's why y'all got to be careful when y'all date these men because we wouldn't be talking about Jr. if we weren't talking about Tamar Braxton. That's very true. Hmm. That is very true. Um, I don't really have a comment. <laughs> I mean, I just want my girl. Honestly, I feel like I love Tamar made my us uh, shooting together the show so much fun. Like she support like if I'm trending, she'll like post it. Like she she generally has supported me and made that whole experience fun. Obviously, you don't want your friend in a toxic, you know, relationship. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that they figure it out. And obviously there's kids involved, maybe do therapy together. I don't know. The whole thing with Tommy, I, I, I didn't know what was going on. I was like so confused, Tommy. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. But I, I want her happy at the end of the day. I think she's, she's uh, a good person. The Queen's Court. You're not doing dating again on TV? No, I'm not gonna do dating okay. again. No, I think I'm good on it. I just, yeah. I think that I experienced it. I did it. I'm good on it. Obviously, it it worked and didn't work out, but, you know. Well, since uh, Evelyn decided to drop a lot of gems today, we're going to give her one more gift. There's a box. (laughs) Oh, this feels very heavy. What is in here? That was was genius. (laughs) This is... A jewelry box because we know you got the big hoop earrings and the big and the big jewelry. Jason, this is so cute I think with the layers butterfly. To it. I mean, listen, shout out to Marina. The she- shout out, girl. This is so cute. I can put my hoops in here. So, what's the name of your? You have a jewelry line. Yes, it's called BX Glow, and um, so I started BX Glow what now in 2018. So it's been doing great. Um, and like I said, that's another reason why I do the show. I like I wear my earrings on every episode. I'm like, if you ain't catching an episode one, you're gonna catch it in episode three. <laughs> but I have the jewelry line bxgold.com and SG by Evelyn Lozada, which is like the one piece uh, body suits. This is so pretty. Do you ever promote your jewelry on OnlyFans? Um, I do. <laughs> Head over there. I started a new page. <laughs> when did you start OnlyFans? Well. During pandemic, I had an OnlyFans only for the feet, which became this thing because I had like ankle bracelets and I'm like, oh, 
cool. I'm going to start an OnlyFans just for my feet. Baby, <laughs> it tapped me into a whole other world. Like, people are really into feet. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I don't know how many, like, how long I can do this for. So I ended up getting rid of the page of what I, which I'm mad about because I had a good following. But I you was, just deleted it. I just deleted it. I'm like, you you're, never delete. I'm a fucking idiot. Sometimes I'm like, it, like it was doing great, yeah. but then I was like, oh my god, you know, having like super morals. I'm like, I'm gonna delete <laughs> it. Like fuck it, right? And then now, I don't like to post like anything overly sexy on Instagram and. Granted, I have a OnlyFans page, but I'm not posting like my pussy and tits yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Like it's nothing crazy. Like it's literally stuff you'll see me wear in Miami. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's been doing pretty good too. Well, what, what you could do tastefully nude shoots, like body, like you know how you see the athletes that do like the body edition for ESPN. They're not yeah. fully nude and busting it open, but they're it's yeah, like, I like that. I yeah. like that, like nice lighting yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But I also have to always be aware. Anything that I post on OnlyFans, if it ends up online, I have to be mindful of that, especially, you know, my daughter doesn't care she's grown, but, you know, I have a son, so I don't want him to be like, oh, my God. So, um... Listen, Amber Rose told me she did one photo one time, sent it to all her people, made 400000 with one photo. Really? Because it's the DMs where they click to unlock it. They, there's no two-step authentication. Once they click the picture, you automatically get the money. Wow. You need to connect with Amber on that OnlyFans. Because I know in the feet thing, that's a big thing. Like it people, is a feet. It, it, it's a huge thing. So fetish. they'll be like, it's a I don't get it because I don't have it. Um, but, you know, they'll say things like, oh, wear white polish. I want to see your soles. Do you have wrinkly uh, soles? I'm like, what? <laughs> and yeah. They'll, and they'll pay to see. They'll pay to just see it. Like, my feet are always, like, a thing for whatever reason. But it's, it's like, there's a whole, like, culture. Like, there's a whole thing with it. There's a whole feet world out there. Yeah, some of the photos. So I have um, a girl that runs the, the OnlyFans page for me because it's hard for me. So, like, I need help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, she lets me know, like, what type of photos. She was like, girl, they, they're requesting more feet. I'm like, like, pictures with my feet in it. I'm like, sure. <laughs> Well, she got the white toe polish on today, so yes. you might get lucky later on. I know. Head over there to OnlyFans. I've never promoted OnlyFans in my life. You know what? Go check it I out. I appreciate that. Okay, well, no, you're not getting out of here yet because that was all the fun stuff, but now we got to get to the real heart and soul of the show. We got to play the games. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right, well, here at the Jason Lee Show, we have some very fun games. Our pillar game here is called Smash Your Path. And that's where we put a photo of a celebrity up, somebody that you may know, and it's simple. You just either gotta say you smash your pass. On the side of your your chair there, you have a paddle that says smash your pass. Oh, are you gonna do it with me too? Yes. Yes, course, fun. Course. All right. Give us some good ones. Well, they've been pre-selected. Okay. <laughs> this person's name, I wanna say, go ahead and put the picture up. Is it Killian Mabape? What is it? Mbappe? Oh. He's a soccer player with 110 million followers on Instagram, and you're one of those followers. So you clearly already know he's beautiful and all of that. I follow him? Yes. Oh, do I? Yes. How do, how do I end up following him? Yep, I'll definitely smash that. <laughs> <laughs> Money. I'm telling you. He's How old is he? How old is that guy? He's, prob he's, hot. he's probably half of our age plus seven younger than oh, that. <laughs> he's half of our age. We should be ashamed of ourselves. Smash. Smash. 
No, he's gorgeous. He actually oh, he's is hot. very successful soccer player. I'm telling you, you if you haven't looked at soccer, you need to just take a moment, just an hour on the weekend and start Googling. Like that's Yeah, he's a cutie. Okay. Okay. And you follow him too. All right, this next person. I think he's Puerto Rican too, Bad Bunny. No, I'll pass him. Pass on Bad Bunny? Yeah. I mean, he is Puerto Rican, but I don't know. I'm teetering a little bit. Why? I don't know. My daughter likes him. <laughs> I'll give him to Shaw. Okay, well. <laughs> you I mean, he, he is dating Kylie, K- Kendall Jenner. Right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, his, I, everybody says online his brand value kind of went down after he went over there. But, I mean, Bad Bunny, he's, he's, I love his story. I love him. He's a great guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it's a no for you. Um. Because mm. right now it says smash. I'll smash <clears throat> Bad Bunny. Oh, okay. Great. Peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next person. He loved the girls with the brown skin, even though he got the white girl, Travis Kelsey. He's the one that's dating um, Taylor Swift. Yeah, also I know who he is. Wait, so you would date you date white men? I dated a white guy before, yeah. You did? I did. It was it was a he ended up not it was it was good. <laughs> the sex was good? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Travis looks like he has good sex. I just wonder, he just looks like a lot of man for Taylor, but they seem to be happy together. I like how he looked. I'm sorry. I don't need the Taylor fans coming. But him and his ex-girlfriend were a vibe. Together. Vibe. I did a shoot recently with Shanice, Chloe, and Fabletics, and Kayla was there. But I feel like they make such a beautiful couple. Mm. For sure. Like, they're just a vibe together. He's hot. He's hot. And I feel like he gives me... Where did he grow up? Because he gives me... He has flavor. He gives like he was around the culture growing up. For sure. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so like the white guy that I dated, he was white, but he was like... White, white? Nah, he wasn't white, white. Like he was kind of like a little like L.A. Mexican kind of vibe. Really? Like I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. This next guy. A little short. Mark Anthony. I'll smash Mark Anthony. You'll smash Mark Anthony? I would. Who wouldn't? Me. Really? I think Mark is hot, but I'm such a, like, you know, we're like cool friends. You and Mark? Yeah. Well, because all of you are Puerto, he's Puerto Rican too. He's Puerto Rican, and um, I think, did we meet through Chad? We may have met through Chad. I think we met through Chad back in the day. So, like, when things were, like, going left between uh, Chad and I, he had Mark uh, reach out. That's a fun fact. <laughs> really? Back in the day, yeah. And, um, yeah, he knows I'm, like, a super, I mean, I have every album. Even my mom, I took my mom to his concert. Uh, backstage, he gave my mom the Puerto Rican flag. Like, j- humble, cool guy. So I'll definitely smash Mark. Wait, back in the day when there was that photo that popped up of you at his house, remember that? Back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't there. No, I know, but didn't everybody try to say, like, you guys had something going on? Oh, Remember yeah. That? Everybody was like, oh, my God, she's at Mark's house, this, that, or whatever. But no, he wasn't there. But that was during friends. COVID. Yeah, we're clearly friends. And um, I think he has a concert coming. Every time he comes here, I'm going. Everybody does that That I know that know him says that he's the nicest guy. And if, so have you been around him? I've only met him one time. Like, if you're, like, hang, hang, hang out with him, you'll understand why J-Lo vibed him or why all the women, because he just has, like, this thing about him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I know he's from like Harlem, New York, Puerto Rican, but he definitely has this like- Swag? He has a swag about him for sure. 
For hmm. sure. Do you know J-Lo? Yes. Are you guys friends? You know what? We hung out back in the day. So J-Lo, when J-Lo was with Diddy, his attorney, I was uh, working for, uh, Kenny Mycellus, who was, him and I st really, we're still good friends. Mm -hmm. Long story short, J-Lo and I, we had hung out uh, back in the day during that era mm -hmm. in that time. Yeah. You guys seem like you would vibe though, because she's yeah. very much like you. Like, she's very much like this. Just yeah. cool, chill. Yeah, we're, I'm, we're from literally the same hood. The Bronx. The Bronx. Yeah. I mean, just a couple of blocks away. So, you know, everything she does, her music, her vibe, how she dresses, like, I, I told like, I love it because it's, you know, it's very New York. And you know she's a Leo. She is a Leo. She is. She is a Leo. Um, she has a new album coming out, by the way. I've heard it, seen everything. It's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Good. We love you, Jenny. Okay. Um, this next person, he's recently single, Partisan Fontaine. He's the one that was dating uh, Megan, but he's a great guy. He is a great guy, but I don't want to smash him. He's hot and yeah. successful. No. No? Well, party, I'm not going to put the sign up because it would be disrespectful, but I think you're hot. Yeah, I think, he, I think he's hot. I just, I mean, do I want to hit it? No. Mm. <laughs> you're like, mm. Okay, speaking of hit it, this man just hit a car the other night. Michael B. Jordan. Why pass? Mm, I don't know. He's I, I like a little more edge. He just hit a car the other day. No. Smashed a Lamborghini into a parked car. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's handsome. I definitely was a fan after the, the movie. Wakanda? Yeah. Oh. But um But you're gonna leave it in an imaginary location like yeah. Wakanda? Okay. I'm gonna leave it in Wakanda land. Okay, this guy's hot. I ran into him at Mastro's. The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> now you know you ain't smashing The Rock. He's too big. He's too big. He's just, yeah, he's not a bad looking guy. It's just, yeah, he's just, he's, I'm not attracted to him. Mm -hmm. He's also very safe. Like, I like a little edge too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like, well, he's, yeah. Okay. All, all the positive stuff I still want to smash. Now, this one has a little edge to him, and he's also uh, from another country. Burner Boy. Um, <laughs> she ain't turning that pedal around for <laughs> shit. No, you, He looks good there. Yeah. Wow, I've never seen him with no shirt. Yeah, he's, you know... Last I love Burner Boy. Yeah, you love I his do. music, but he I love his music. But no smashing. I never look at Burner Boy and think like, oh, okay, I want to hit that. Okay, well, this next person can get you closer to God. How about that? Oh, Lord. Devon Franklin. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> mm -mm. I'm going to say pass because you're a pastor, okay? That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's the end of that game. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to the next game. This next game is uh, called Name Drop. Now, this is a really simple game. I'm going to put somebody's face up there. You may know, may not know. Hopefully, you know them. And whatever comes to mind, the first thing, you just got to say it. Ready? Save. Jaron Tamar. Um, 
Just one word or just, oh. Whatever, whatever comes to mind. Um, yin and yang. Well, that's what keeps us together, right? <laughs> okay, the next person. Jennifer Lopez. Damn, she's hot. Boss bitch. She it, looks good. It must there. be something in the water in the Bronx, because y'all both look good. Thank you. She's 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 she looks amazing there. She's definitely inspo, I'll tell you. Do people in the Bronx love and honor her the way that they should? Oh, for sure. They do? For sure. And Mark too, like anything, for sure. She's, I'm sure she can't walk around in the Bronx. Do you remember when she did the Super Bowl and she, um, she, I mean, she used her platform to talk about like the challenge at the time when Trump had uh, young Spanish kids in cages at the border. She actually put the cages on the floor. I mean, it was a whole thing. Have you ever seen a documentary? I did see her documentary. Yeah. I, I support anything she does, um, again, because I feel like we're from the same place and I get her. Uh, and she's been able to accomplish so much, especially from like where we come from. You know, it's mm -hmm. like to to be able to, you know, accomplish everything that she's been able to do is is a big deal. So, mm. okay. What about this next person? You guys have history. Tammy Roman, uh, great actress. <laughs> <laughs> Was she acting when she said y'all betrayed her? Uh, she said that. Yeah. She said that she was betrayed by the basketball wives um, after being on the eight seasons. Mm, I don't know what she's referring to, but I mean, listen, we've had our issues throughout the years, but I'm actually, um, yeah, I know acting is her passion and I know that that's what she's really working on. So She's been killing it. Yeah, she's been killing it and it's, it's, it's good. It, it, she's a hard worker. Mm. That's one thing that, you know, you can't uh, take away from her. So, yeah. All right, we love you, Tammy. All right, next, Joe Budden. A dickhead. Nobody ever has anything nice to say about Joe. No, I don't like him. Mm. I don't like him. And, I, and it really is, he made these, uh, he made some comments about my domestic violence incident with Chad. It was something referring that, I can't recall exactly what it was. I did... Uh, post something mm -hmm. uh, back to him. So, yeah, I think he's an asshole. Next person. Sure, Sterling Shepard. <laughs> Y'all like shit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> A cool guy. <laughs> son-in-law? Not son-in-law. You know what? Um, when I did meet him, I was like, wow, he's a he's, yeah. cool guy. Mm. Nice guy. We had drinks. We had dinner. Um, but not son-in-law. Do you feel like Shani, uh, uh, your your daughter, do you think she dodged a bullet? I don't know. I think, he, I don't ever hear anything bad about him. Oh, I don't know. I mean, he was married to Chanel Iman. That didn't go well. No, I know, I know. But I don't think, I don't, I've never heard of anything. I can't really say that. Because hmm. I, don't, I don't know anything uh, negative about him. Nice smile. He's nice smile. He was. He had a great personality. Um, so yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it didn't work out. But hopefully, he's happy. All right, cool. Well, look, this is the last game, and this is uh, a game that I love. It's called Erase the Shade. Now you know you are the master. I am not of shade when you want to give it when it needs to be thrown. If it gets mm -hmm. thrown at you, you know, it's a boomerang. You throw it right back. Mm -hmm. I'm the same way. Well, you've said some things, and now we're going to give you a chance to erase it if you want to. 
Or you, could, or you could just stand ten toes down, which you seem to do. I and, love this. Okay. This is a, this is did you this is a clever game. Yes. I've said a lot of things that I want to erase. <laughs> okay, well here's one. I doubt this is gonna be it. Okay. So <laughs> Vanessa Ryder. <laughs> oh Lord. Um she posted something that says, Hey Vanessa, uh, we're do oh, this is when they asked her about being on the show. Um, you said DMs on Instagram and Twitter were not available until 2013. Uh, not only did you lie to get on the show with your fake storyline of producers, you are now stooping to the bottom of the barrel from which you came to make fake DMs from 2010 that still do not solidify your fake storyline in 2023. Regardless if you were asked to be on the show or not in the past or presently, you still look like a damn fool, you weirdo, liar, liar, bangs on fire. Please watch this real. Not liar, liar, bangs on fire. Okay, so I'm going to stick 10 toes down on that one. I feel how I feel. I did do a little more research for clarity. I did do a little more research on whether Shawnee DM'd her. So back in the day, we didn't have Instagram, so the network would use um, her Twitter at the time to DM potential cast members. Fun fact, they ended up not casting her then because her husband was in rehab. Jeez. So that so the DM did happen. So yeah, so that's why she ended up not but getting her, casted initially. But, but liar, liar, bangs on fire. <laughs> that was clever. So we are gonna let was, that stay. Oh no, I'm ten toes down on okay. that one. Well, um, this person <laughs> tweeted you a while ago. The next one, oh, Rob shit. Kardashian asked. Well, you said that he, uh, he had a big sausage. <laughs> has a big sausage, and he asked. He said, and you are a squirter. Y'all had sex? We never had sex. That was a that was like a fun uh, thing. A jokey on joke. That was a jokey joke. Okay. I've never seen uh, Rob Kardashian's uh, sausage. Okay. Um, would I mind seeing it? I probably wouldn't mind seeing it. Really? Yeah. See it in a picture, but not in person. No, I would look at it in person. Okay, so... <laughs> so you want me to give this? Smash? <laughs> Rob Kardashian, you would not let Rob Kardashian smash. Would maybe. I think I would. Then if you have a baby by Rob Kardashian, you would have the second Kardashian child because none of them are Kardashians. You know, he's the only one. That's very China's, true. Yeah. That's very true. And then true. you would be Well, we wouldn't have a baby because I don't want any more, but it doesn't mean I wouldn't look at his sausage. Do you think you can roll with Kim, Kylie, Courtney, Kendall, and that whole crew? L Chloe is like my girl, like I love Chloe and the crew. Our kids all go to school together. Wait, so, so you're yeah, friends with Chloe? Right in. You're friends with Chloe right now? Yeah. Okay, can you tell her I said hey? Because you know we used to be cool after the Tristan thing, but then you know I don't know what happened. Oh really? Did yeah. you did some? Did you guys well, say something negative? No, I just well I always. <laughs> I mean, I'm always, always me. in trouble. Yeah. But Chloe's a gangster. She can roll with it. Chloe's not Listen, soft by Chloe any measure. Chloe is a fucking gangster, and she is exactly who she is on the show in person. Like, love her. She supported my my you know bodysuit line. Like, she's just she's a girl's girl, yeah. and um, I love that about her. Chloe would be the only Kardashian that I could see next to Kim that would actually come here at some point because she's gangster. Like, I do oh, like yeah. Chloe. Okay. Well, yeah, I think so too. We'll talk offline about that. Yeah. Okay, well, this next tweet, this one's an ouch. Oh, Lord. Losing a child because your man cheated is one thing, but continuing to blame me for what your husband did is out of line. I'm not the woman he cheated with. And then you said, apologize for calling me a homewrecker, but went back to social media to continue the same narrative. Fuck out of here. 
Oh, I'm ten toes down on Who that. Who was that about? That was uh, to Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> that was to Vanessa. So I still feel the same way. So no, I'm not taking that back. You don't like Vanessa. I, I now don't like her because of what she did as far as like what she brought on the show. I just, she's not my vibe Yeah. at all. You know, I feel like I'm at a point where I want to like, you know, like even seeing you and everything you've accomplished, like I want to be around people that are like really doing some shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, her coming on the show and, and creating all this drama. She was in Jennifer's business with, with, with her dude. It's like, girl, find something else to do. And obviously she created a real problem because now there's an issue between me and Amy. Right. You know, like the energy's weird now. And it's like, oh, for what? But I feel like Amy's going to... Amy, you got to see this show and come around because Amy cannot be gaslit into a problem that spills over into her real life. Yeah. I mean, I, that... I'm, I'm with you. So I feel like it's not my risk. I've done all that I can yeah, do yeah, in yeah. this situation. And... You know, if we fix it, great. I would love that for our kids. But at the same time, if anybody feels some type of way about it, I honestly don't give a fuck because I didn't bring it to this platform. Period. Here's the next one. Having a one-sided beef with someone you don't even know and still don't know is wild. LOL. And, then, and that was in response to, was that Jennifer? That is to Bayang. That's to to that's to Vanessa. That's not Bayang. Yeah, it's like you you have a beef with me. I don't I I I don't know you. I love how I have to ask who you're talking about because I don't know who you're talking about because you haven't said her name. I try not to. It's like why? And even if you see even with the tweets, I don't I don't put her name because it's that's like, what I'm saying. Like I even, know yeah. that you want this, yeah. and it's like I don't want to give it to you because this is what you want. I love it. Yeah. So that's the shade on top of the shade. Yeah. Okay. This next one, um, you tweeted uh, Jennifer a long oh, time. Oh, this is an oldie. Yeah. You said no matter how long you walk around with those purple contacts, you will never be a white girl. <sighs> Insecure ass. I said that about Jennifer. I mean, there it is. Oh my God, that was 2000. I'll That's take it back. Was, damn, how do we find a 2012 tweet? My team. Here they I, go. I knew it was old with that with the photo. <laughs> I'll take that back. Okay, well that's good. Yeah. All right. That's one out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a couple more. Wait. Oh my God, I just saw one in here. What? Where y'all find? What these? did I say? Okay, wait. What about this one right here? This is to Tammy Roman. You avoided me all season because you didn't want me to expose all of your lies, but you have the nerve to be on my son's father's page, thirsty. Family over everything. You tried a chicken. I'll take it back. That was so long ago. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that one back. See, progress. It is progress. <laughs> it is progress. Okay, good. Um, well, what about this next one? You had surgery on your pussy to fix your droopy lips and to tighten up your vaginal walls and your husband is still cheating on you. Lastly, go get a facial crater face, only a face a mom can love. Now I you know who that's to. <laughs> Based on the reference, yes. I'm 10 toes down on that one too. Wait, did she get surgery? She had surgery to get her pussy fixed? Yeah, so she she talked about it on the show about how she spent 20K on her pussy. I'm like, girl... You should have spent 20K on a fucking therapist and mar marriage counseling. Or an investigator to see who your man is cheating with. Yeah, no, she says she's the investigator. But my thing is, you, 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 you keep searching and you find and you still stay. So what is the fucking point? Okay, this next one, it took me out. I couldn't even read the words. It's just the photo. <laughs> Vanessa needs to go to Party City and get a new wig. 
That's what, actually her hair, fun fact. Wait, but the evolution of frame <laughs> choices. Did you did you choose those side by side? No, somebody must have somebody tweeted oh, it was a me retweet. this. Oh okay. honey, the 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 hair was a topic of conversation aside from the skin. So is that a wig that just like sat right on top? No, that's her hair. Oh, that's her actual hair? No, that's her hair. I think she realizes now that it's it's not it. You know, because you know, social media could be ruthless. Right? It's like not only with the skin, but the hair. It's like you're coming on the show, you're being messy as fuck, and you look crazy. Two wrongs will never make a right. No. So, but no, I believe that that's her hair. But no, somebody, people were clever on Twitter. They came up with some funny things. Okay. Last one. You know, oh, Wendy Williams, old. I never bother anyone. I even bought you a beautiful bouquet of flowers, congratulating you on your Broadway de- debut. Since you want me to open. Dulce in LA, maybe your man can come to the store and purchase shoes for another woman like he did at my Miami store. Bloop. Oh, that's Ouch. a hard one. That's a hard one to take back because she did reference my son. She made a comment about him. But I'm going to take it back because we did patch it up and we became cool. And um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll take it back. But I was mad as fuck. You know, I had just given birth to a son and she like made a comment about him. I'm like, nah. So, but. And kids was, should be off limits. And I mean, you saw what happened with him. That was all true. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. just capping. Yeah. So, but I love Wendy and we're, we're, we're fine now. I know. And we're sending love to you, Wendy. We're praying for you. Yeah. Well, this has been great. It's been a long time since we caught up. And yeah. um, did we miss anything? No, Jason, you fucking <laughs> like, you don't miss a beat. What the hell? No, I think it's been, it's been good. Well, look, this is a great catch up. Make sure you get caught up on all things Basketball Wives and Evelyn Lozada. Go buy the jewelry, wait for the picture with the lizard and the crown and keep coming back. Cause like AA, if you keep coming back, it works. All right, we're out. Peace. Peace. Hey, thanks so much for watching the Jason Lee Show. To watch more episodes like that, click right here. And if you want to see more, subscribe below and click that notification bell.